these boys today. So oh, ain't no cooking. Yeah, man. Um, you and Mars on the same team today? Oh, we definitely. Oh, we definitely gonna be on the same team for this one. Cause, cause you know, me and Mar- I got a couple angles with Mars today. I got the Dillon Brooks angle with Mars against against LeBron James, and then I have cause you know LeBron, uh, Mars is rocking with the Rockets, and then we have this issue with good old Shannon Sharp, who in I guess a decade of covering LeBron James has ninety nine point eight percent of the time supported and loved LeBron, mm-hmm. but the one time he dared talk back to King Ramon James. Uh, now it's a problem. So and he was right know. too. Take it by the way. Don't don't, well, don't, he don't, was don't, right. don't look. Look. He he. Who's talking right there? Because listen, Jill. Yeah. This is something deep, and we talk about this. Everybody say, "Oh, hey, y'all talk about LeBron." No, y'all don't. Y'all love it because y'all come back every day. Listen, chill. LeBron goes after that Heat game. Now I'm gonna say this: They did. The Lakers did get cheated in the Heat game. The NBA need to get on top of this stuff with the reps, bro, because you can't come back after the game. And then talk about oh yeah we missed calls in the in the, in the two, last two minute call and you talking about you missed all these calls and now the Lakers are sending all this stuff to the league talking about all these calls that are missed and then the NBA admitting that they missed calls you can't do that in these type of games because these are important games but after that game LeBron goes and he's asked about you know stuff around him in Miami and stuff and he says well I'd have been the same dominant player I am today start to finish if I ain't play if I ain't playing Miami. And so now you have people talking about, well, what is heat culture? Heat culture ain't nothing. Heat culture, it wasn't a culture till LeBron came. Well, Miami won a championship with Shaq and D-Wade before LeBron James came over there. And so that was a culture of winning and a structure before that. And my thoughts is, and I'll let y'all have this because I really want to hear what y'all got to say about this. If you don't go to the Miami Heat, we don't know how your career turns out as far as just everything Shannon Sharp said. So LeBron goes off on Shea Sharp because Shea Sharp goes off on LeBron saying, bro, what are you talking about, bro? Like, you make no sense whatsoever. Like, I'm saying you the GOAT. But the reason, the argument I have for you being the GOAT is what you went and did at Miami and then everything else afterwards. But if you if there's no Miami, we don't even know if we get to all of the stuff that happens after the Cleveland and the other things you've done, winning in three different teams and the stuff like that. And so LeBron got mad. <laughs> like he always do, if you if you say one thing bad about him, and he comes talking about you know, hey, hey, man, look, oh, hey, 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 I'm the chosen, I was chosen, man, hey, this is gonna be this way, start to finish, regardless, I'm the king, and then puts his crown on there, bro. You can't do that to your teammates, man. That, and and chill, I'll leave it to y'all like this. That's like AD saying, yeah, I'd have been the same dominant guy if I ain't never played for the Lakers. You a damn lie. We would have never looked at your career the same. And when you talk about dominance, we do talk about winning. Winning comes with dominance, not just who you are individually as a player. So if AD were to say that, all everybody be up in arms if AD were to come out and say, I didn't need that. But it's kind of interesting to me, Chill, that he didn't go to D-Way's retirement ceremony. And now he's making it seem like even if he didn't have the heat, he still would have been the same guy he is today, start to finish. Well, let's start the conversation ticket with, if you got real friends or if you got people you really respect, when you say something that's true, that goes against the way that they feel, then they still your boys. If you got people that's just agreeing with everything that you say, those are called yes men. My grandmother told me when I was a kid, if we agree on everything, one of us shouldn't be here. There's at some point when you have a problem or I don't agree with you with something, I should be able to say that if you and I 
have that commonality and we got that respect for each other as opposed to, and you know what, yo, if you never went to Miami, you still would have been that dude. No, you wouldn't have been. No, you would not have been. I'm on record saying that I think he would have been a better version of Charles Barkley, what they was doing to Charles in Philadelphia. Just getting to the playoffs. He would have been awesome. He would have been doing work. But would they have ever won in Cleveland? I don't think so. I, mean, I don't I, think they would have I ever think, won. No, I, I don't. I think we have to look at that. So with the Miami situation, I think one thing that he, he did say is that he might have had less rings, which is, I think is perfectly fine. As a basketball player, I think he still would have been just as great you know, if not greater some situation. I still think he would have been the all-time NBA leading scorer. I still think he would have been putting up these numbers. Him at the skill set as a basketball player, I don't think necessarily changes because he went to Miami. In terms of winning, yes, he might have one, maybe one, maybe two left rings. But hold on. But thing is, what if if he didn't go to Miami, I still think he was going to leave Cleveland because of the situation there. Say he went to the Spurs. Say he went to the Knicks. I think the Bulls were on the list too then. I think those might have been. I think Spurs would have been. He def- hold on, stop right there. He definitely wouldn't have seen that. Hold on, hold on. That's where you're gonna get cooked. Me and Mars gonna cook you good today. The Spurs. If he went to the Spurs, Spurs, he definitely. Spurs hold on. Him in the hey, Mars, Mars, Mars. We gonna get him today, Mars, Mars. We gonna get this guy strapped today, Mars, Mars, Mars. He is Josh strapped, Mars. He is Josh strapped, Mars. Hey, Mars. This fool just said that he thinks that if LeBron would have went to the Spurs, he'd had it. So if he would have went to the Spurs, guess what, sir? He would not have broke the scoring record because we know that Greg Popovich holds you back and then let you play all the minutes that you want to play. He didn't let you get all the less shots that you want to play. You're going to play in that system and you're going to be a part of that system. So no, hold on. So if he goes to the Spurs, because imagine how many records Tim Duncan would have broken if he didn't play for the Spurs, but he played for Orlando. But he may not have the championships, but he may have those records. And then you said something about players. Mars, I'm going to get this clown real good. Sir, Mm -hmm. how do we know LeBron James turns into the same player? Because remember, teams were exposing him in the playoffs because of the lack of a jump shot. He developed that shot and the confidence to shoot that shot while he was in Miami. While he was in Miami, a big part of LeBron James' game developed. He was raw early on, but when he went to Miami, not only his mindset matured as far as understanding, but his game matured. No, that's not guaranteed that that happens somewhere else. So if he goes to the Spurs, all this stuff you're saying, all these awards, all these triple doubles, all this other stuff, who says he has that plan for Greg Popovich, a dude that is known to dumb dudes down and not allow you to go over the system in order to achieve the things you want to achieve? Well, first of all, let, let, let's let's rewind the clock back to dumbing dudes down. So, like, Tim Duncan did average 23 a game. He did average 25 a game. Maybe that's who Tim Duncan was, right? Maybe Tim Duncan was never a maybe Tim Duncan was never a thirty a game guy. Maybe Tim Duncan was never a thirty two or 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 twenty nine a game guy. Maybe that's just who he was, right? So, with that being said, looking at James and him playing in San Antonio, I think it's not like James was was, was going to be a thirty five a game guy. I mean, James was a twenty five, twenty seven a game. He was a twenty five to twenty seven a game guy in Miami. I think he averaged twenty eight once. I don't see why he couldn't. You think he could have broke the score record with him? I think he could have still been scoring. Absolutely. It's no, not no, no. Like I didn't game. say that. I didn't say that. He said the same player. See, Mars, this is where we get him right here. He said he would have been the same player start to no, finish. No, 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 no. So, no, no, no. Jalen just said, Jalen just said, Let's stick Jaylen to the said he still would have broke the scoring record and all that. Where you you, you two going to sit up here and convince people. No, no, no. You think, no, no. I ain't asking you that. I'm asking you under Greg Popovich system. I do think he would have. I do think he would have improved. I do think that. Do you think he would have been able to play however many minutes he wanted to for Greg Popovich? Do you think he would have been able to take however many shots he wanted to for Greg Popovich? Go ahead, Marsh. No. Thank you. 
Mere bag of shells. He would have. He definitely would have been. Now, 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 now to now, now to understand what we're talking about with Greg Popovich, I think the same thing would have happened in Miami in the aspect that you saw what happened with with Pat Riley, where he wanted him out, but then he realized that yo, I got to get on board with what's going on here, especially if I want to win. If I want to win, I got to get on board with what's going on here because this ain't going to be my way. But Greg you. Popovich is already proven. So with Greg Popovich already being proven, just like Pat Riley has already proven, I got two choices. I can either get on board and get with the winning that's going on here or bounce. And then if I do that, what do I look like? So he got on board with what was going on with Pat Riley. He would get on board with what was going on with Greg Popovich. And I think it would be a situation with Greg Popovich working with him. I'm not saying that he would have been a 29 or 30 a game guy. In terms of breaking the scoring record, I don't really see much. It wasn't like he was a a, a thirty a game guy in Miami. He only played it. Yeah, it's, I don't see why he wouldn't have been doing that. I don't see why he wouldn't have been doing that in San Antonio. I don't. I, I don't see why not. And he probably would have won more in San Antonio. Go ahead, Marsh. I want to say, Jalen, credit to you, man. It was smart of you to try to put LeBron on the Spurs. I have this. It's smart. I'm just saying that would have been. Yeah, it was smart that you put him on the second most successful team of the previous decade. Oh, hold up, but the Spurs weren't really winning. I'm a championship in a while. I was silent. I was silent. The team that the team that beat him in the finals. Um, also, it was very smart that you put him on the Spurs because, as we know, LeBron tried to get Eric Spolster fired, but Pat Riley wasn't going for that. So what did you do? You went to the only other team where you know the front office wouldn't try and get the coach fired. Because if you tried to put him on any of the other 28 teams and he didn't like what was going on, you know he's getting that coach fired. On he goes to the balls of Tibbs and Tibbs is making him do too much. Nah, get Tibbs out of here. He if he's going next. to the Golden State Warriors with John Nelson or whoever at that time, get him out of here. That's, that's what he would have done. So mm. you put him on the only other team where Smart. you know he could have done the same thing he did in Miami. That just so happened to be one of the best teams in the league. But could LeBron have been the best team? And if LeBron needed a team that was constantly putting up 50 wins, constantly making deep playoff runs, that beat him in the finals, what's the difference between him and KD? Because the Spurs weren't winning championships like that. Before. Oh, 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 oh. Get him again, Moss. What's the difference between him and KD? Is that what you just said, Moss? What's the difference? At that point, at that point yeah. there's, there's a huge the, difference. He goes to the team that beat him in the finals. Swept him, actually. Beat him mm. in the finals. Mm. Mm. Oh, after that, after that, they were constantly <laughs> racking up 50 win seasons. Right. So look at the Spurs record in 08, 09, and 2010. 50 win, 50 win. ugly right here. This kid's ugly. So you don't mean you you don't mean as play. So I think I'm understanding. No, I'm talking about in terms of the move they make. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. What's the difference? What's the difference? What's the difference? What's the difference? After the year after KD loses to to um Warriors, and the year after the Warriors won 73 games, KD joined them. The Spurs after they won the championship in 2007, they weren't winning. They stopped winning. They were a 50 win team, but they weren't some like all time great championship. Three times, you know, a couple times. They, they weren't doing that. They, they, lost they weren't the doing that. Bro, so let's so so Mars, so Mars, let's let's so 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 one Mars, so one Mars. Let's discuss your logic about about Don Nelson. So Chris Webber's the Rookie of the Year in nineteen ninety four, and they asked him and Chris. The reason why Chris Webber got traded was because of the situation between him and Don Nelson. Mm-hmm. He wanted out. That's why. They, so they didn't fire Don Nelson. Don Nelson's a damn good coach. So I say that to say I'm not sure that they would have fired whoever it was for LeBron James. I mean, if you're letting Chris, you're letting the rookie of the year, Chris Webber, walk out the front door. I'm not sure. I can't say with 100% certainty that you firing the coach for LeBron James neither. That's number one. Number two, what's the difference between KD 
and, and LeBron James. I mean, what's the difference between KD and LeBron James? Well, let's discuss that. So KD and Steph Curry have a commonality, and that's LeBron James. Just like Dwayne Wade and LeBron James also have a commonality, which is the Boston Celtics. However, the Boston Celtics are the door to get to the NBA Finals, just like Steph Curry is the door to get past him. So mm -hmm. KD, KD is looking at Steph Curry as I'm the gatekeeper. In order for you to get there, you got to get past me. James didn't have to worry about getting past Dwayne Wade because we was already better than y'all anyway. My issue was the Boston Celtics. So these two things do not correlate. Absolutely not. Add that to the fact that we're talking about two different players. We're talking about two different players doing two different things on two different teams. Those two things do not work. Well, chill. I'm going to say it to you like this, though. And Mars put this boy. You got to put in a body bag, Jalen. Jalen. No body bag. <laughs> so, Jaylen, no, no, no. So, no, 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 because they, no, because they already had three Hall of Famers on that team. On what so team? if you add LeBron James to that Spurs team, that, that, that takes his leg. Hold on, that takes his legacy back. That right. does take his legacy back because that diminishes some of his rings. And then, like I said before, how do you know he's the same dominant player, bro? Listen, I'm gonna tell y'all something else. I even think if he stayed in Miami, he doesn't break all those records. You know why? Because if you constantly having great teams around you, you don't need to score all those points to win. You don't need all of the others. He might his assists might be higher. His right. other stats might be a little bit better. But that doesn't mean he's going to be – because remember, late in his career, he's out here putting up 30s and all this other stuff because he, he – I mean, he's try, he's literally trying to break records. He wouldn't be able to do that on teams that stack to really win when you have other superior talent that can put up numbers too beside you. He wouldn't be averaging those numbers. Would he have stayed so in Miami to, that long ticket? Yeah. I'm, no, I'm saying if he would have stayed – hold on. If he would have stayed in Miami, I don't think – I think that, okay, he probably would have won him another championship or two. I think he probably would have had four chips – had he was stayed in Miami, just, just, just in Miami, he just stayed in Miami. Okay, but I don't think he has all the other like the score, all time scoring record, and all that other stuff. I think his numbers come down because of the talent that they have around him. So as he gets it's, older, is what you're saying that his yeah, numbers, he's, he's not averaging. So so Miami does a better job at building a unit around him and to keep them dudes viable. Yeah, so, that's so the same thing. Even even though as he gets older, even though as he gets older. He's still doing what he's doing. Like but he's, he's not going. But hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But they're not going to be doing him like the Lakers and them was doing him. They ain't going to be playing him no 38, 39 minutes at age 36, 37, 38 years old because they're going to have younger guys beside him. They're going to have guys that they can depend on that you, they can go get numbers beside him. So he wouldn't have to do that. You got to remember he's with the Lakers. He's playing. Hold on, hold on, no, 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 hold on, hold on. He's with the Lakers. His only other superstar was K uh, AD. So if AD's out. Man, he it's just shot jacking galore. You're able to play all these minutes. If he's with the Miami Heat right now, you think LeBron James is playing 36, 37 minutes a game? Hell no. He ain't. He ain't doing that for the last few years. They have they're uh, East Bowl and them are cutting his minutes. They're especially if he's playing with the Spurs. If he's playing with the Spurs, he barely cracking 29 minutes a game. So for the last four, three or four years. So at the end of and, and like I said, you got to think about this too. Would he have been able to fit into that system? Because Popovich ain't changing the system for LeBron's system. He's not. Popovich's system, Popovich system is going to be his system. So LeBron James, his game would have had to fit in to the style of play that Popovich wanted to implement. I so either way, either way you put him on any of those other franchises, it, it might not turn out the way it did. He got, he got blessed by going to Miami, learning how to win, 
then being able to take that and go to Cleveland and show Kyrie and Kevin Love and them how to win. Right. If he doesn't go learn how to win in Miami, what what makes you think that if he goes anywhere else from Cleveland, that his career ends up being on the same path that it is now, the same tra- trajectory that it is now? All I'm saying is, bro, just get a dude to the props, man. All you yeah, had to say was, bro, look, man, I, my career wouldn't be the way it is. Bro, even Michael Jordan, when he went to the to the last dance, the first thing he said was, there is no Michael Jordan without Scottie Pippen, period. That's the first thing he said. Regardless of anything else happening, there is no Michael Jordan without Scottie Pippen. LeBron is making it seem like without the Heat, the, heat, the Miami Heat, and the Heat culture and all this other stuff, right. that I'm still going to be the same guy start to finish. That's not true. There was a lot of questions about LeBron James before he left Cleveland. So you think that he was just leaving Cleveland and going anywhere and it was going to work out? Do you not remember what was going on at that time right before he left Cleveland and where he was at mentally? The things he was dealing with? The failures he he had on the court? And forget that. Let's go to the first year he was in Miami, Mars. What happened in the NBA Finals, Mars? What happened to the biggest, weakest mental breakdown we've seen in NBA history? What other superstar do you think? What other superstar do you know in their prime that was the man that would have did what D Wade did at that time? What other superstar? Yo, what I other superstar that won a chip? Go ahead, bro. Uh, at this moment in time, is LeBron still the best player in the NBA? No, he ain't the best player in the NBA. Come on, man. What type of question is that, man? He, he's still a great he's still in 2012? player. Hold on. He's Ron. Oh, he's, still yeah. he's still a great yeah. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, ticket. I got a couple questions. A couple questions. Is he still the best player in the NBA? No. In 2012. What do you mean? Was he the best in 2012? 2012 yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah. Who who won the MVP that, 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 that wasn't LeBron? No. Is, 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 is he still 6'8? Yeah, is he still 260, 280? No, but that doesn't matter. Does he still put the powder in the air? That doesn't matter. I'm just asking questions. Hold on, wait, 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 ticket. I'm just asking questions. Yeah, he's still 6'8, but that doesn't mean nothing. Relax. Does he does he still wear number six or 23? Yeah, what does he do? Does he still jump as high as he does? Is he still the most dominant force? Hold on, just let me let let me ask my questions. I'm gonna get to where I'm trying to get to. Yeah, yeah, hold on. He was doing all that in Cleveland. And what happened the first time? Is he still the most dominant force in the NBA? No. At that point, yes. No, no, because no. And I'm going to tell y'all why, bro. A lot of this was mental, bro. A lot of it was mental. Before he left Cleveland, dude dude started with sweet before he left. Hold on, hold on. So somebody was better than LeBron James at this moment in time. Dude thought it was sweet before he left Cleveland, bro. They thought it was sweet. You had Paul Pierce spitting on a dude on the sidelines. Spitting on him. He did nothing. Dude thought he was sweet. Dudes talking oh. to him any kind of way. Nasir Muhammad, no, elbowing him to the face, knocking him. You yes, that LeBron James is still the most dominant force in the NBA. I didn't forget yes or any no? of this. Hold no. on. I didn't forget any of that. Hold on. I didn't forget any of that. This I didn't either. I didn't Dude, hold on, hold on, hold on. So what I'm saying is this. What you go through in life shapes you, molds you, and make you. Chill right. town. From when you was a youth to whenever you got to a certain point, something in your life helped change you to make you a better man or the person you are today. Right. If you didn't go that path, you might not turn out to be the same person you are today. Right. And you can't guarantee and say, hey, if I ain't do that, I'll still be the same person I am today. That's not true. That is not true. Mars would not be in the same person he is today if he wasn't in the comment section in PC and Shaq sees him and says, come up and let's do the show. His life probably takes a whole different trajectory. 
ticket. That's Chill different, Taylor. though. At this no, moment in time, bro. LeBron is already the, he's already at the pinnacle uh, in the league. He's Yo, already he's already, he's already the best player in the NBA. The point, the point I'm trying to make the point I'm trying to make is no matter what, no matter what, no matter what, from 2012, from 2012 to 2022, LeBron is still the for for a 10 year run. He's still going to terrorize the league, no matter where he's at. I don't care if you put him in Cleveland. I don't care if he goes to the Magic. I don't care if he's for the Spurs. I don't care what team. Are we talking about that. him the same he's, way we talking about him now, though, Ron? Are we talking about him? Chill, if he's, chill. If he ends in 2012, I'm taking everything. Chill, I'm taking everything off the table. I'm taking all accolades off the table. I'm taking all accolades off the table. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm taking all accolades off the table. Chill, town. In 2012, when you seen LeBron, you thought he was the best player. Right, I did think that. Yes, I did. You thought he was better than Kobe, right? I thought he was better at than that everybody. moment in time. Not, not, not Kobe, at everybody. That, he was better at than that everybody. moment in time. So that's the conversation right there. I don't, wait, I don't wait, care. Wait. I don't care. Hold on, chill right quick. I don't care if he goes on a Jerry West Jerry West run and loses nine straight finals. And in 2020, he miraculously gets to the Lakers with AD, and let's say he wins, and he goes one for ten. Yeah, people are gonna people are gonna say, okay, he's a loser and this, this, and this. But it's still gonna be the people just like it's the people today that says, hey, well, he was still able to go to six straight finals and he was still the best player in the finals and this, this, and this. That's the point that I'm making is he's still going to be the best player for a very long time. Even if that's yeah, true, with, with, but even if he's the best player, there's a difference between talking about a guy being the best player in the game and him being the best player ever. Those, those things are two different things. We're talking about Joker right now as the best player in the game. Nobody is talking about Joker today in the GOAT conversation. Nobody. At the end, hey, 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 nobody's what, talking what, about Joker in the GOAT conversation. Joker, LeBron James enters the GOAT conversation after winning title number two in back-to-back -back seasons. We are now having this conversation, which, by the way, I wasn't even interested in entertaining that in 2013. I wasn't even inter interested in talking about James being the GOAT. But with that being said, if he ends up with the Knicks, if he ends up in Orlando, if he ends up anywhere else and goes to a bunch of different playoffs and deep into the playoffs, one of the main reasons why we're talking about him the way we're talking about him, because he won. And the reason why he won is because he went to Miami. That was huge. See, I think he still career. wins with other teams, though. And that's, and that's also my point, too. You're, it's no way that we, get to, that we get to today. It's no way we get to today and LeBron doesn't have a few. It's it's I don't see it being no scenario. LeBron was that good. He was he that dominant. He said he would be the same dominant he is today. He'll probably just team up with the Warriors before KD did. Right, and guess what that would mean? Would that would mean that y'all would y'all hold on. That would mean y'all would y'all would diminish his rings too. If he would have played with Steph, Clay, and all, if y'all would have just replaced him with KD, they would have diminished his rings and said that he was on a team like that was that was an unbeatable super team. So they would have diminished his rings for that. They would have diminished his rings if he would have went to the Spurs in their prime, especially after he got swept by them in the NBA Finals. They would have diminished those rings because they would have said you went over to a team with Ginobili, Parker, and Tim Duncan and to win rings. You understand? Know because they were still, at that time, where LeBron would have went over there, they were still running and winning championships in the NBA. So these are all facts. I mean, y'all got to – y'all they run. Run. You got to – no, no, no. No, no, no. Jalen, y'all got to cut this out, bro. What's wrong with giving dudes credit along the way, bro? hundred percent. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give the Heat credit. Don't get me wrong. Look, I think with LeBron, we have to differentiate what he said. He said that as a basketball player, because he put in the work, he put in the time to take care of his body, work on his game. As a basketball player, he mm -hmm. would improve. Got that's better, not so true, bro. That's, that's, that's not necessarily true. He, said, he might have one less ring. He said it. 
that, but that's I'm, 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 I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the game. That's not necessarily true, bro. It all depends. Again, his game got defined in Miami. LeBron James was the best player, you version of himself in Miami, right or wrong. Ticket, he was gonna be that no I matter. Asked him, he no, that was not guaranteed. No bro, matter what, he was going to be. And then he gets to Miami, and miraculously, he adds a post game just because it would have happened at any point. It, it wasn't no, because it. Miami said, "Hey, look, you stole us in the finals last year due to the fact that you can't shoot and you can't play out the post. We need you to be able to do this." As the best passer in the league, you should be able to play out the post. You don't think that had anything to do with it? Not doing it that. Look, 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 if that's not happening, Ron. If he plays for the culture, any great franchise, it's not happening if he plays in Washington. Yeah, that's why I said you're not trying to get into the Spurs because you know if he went to the Charlotte Hornets, he's good. You're only trying to get into the only other franchise that you think that would happen. That's not happening. He's saying there's one in the East, Miami, one in the West, San Antonio. Everywhere else, he's cooked. You're only trying to play him in these two situations. 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015. Can I keep going? 2017, 2018. From 2011 to... Yo, I don't care about the Miami Heat. You guys are missing the point that I'm making. From 2011 to 2018, nobody was fucking with LeBron James. We all know this. We all know this. Nobody. Nobody. Chill, tell, chill. Let me ask you a question, Chill. That's chill, do you think Michael Jordan's career ends up what it is if he's not coached by Phil Jackson? No, I don't. Thank you. No, so some, that changed the trajectory in the court. Even though Mike would have still been putting up numbers, even though Mike would have still probably won a championship or two, his career, the trajectory and the dominance of his career would not have been the same if he doesn't encounter the great Phil Jackson. So when we say every, every player, chill, every player in their career, have this turn every player tim duncan if he comes in the league and doesn't play for pop and doesn't play in that san antonio's first system maybe he has an illustrious career but he doesn't win five world championships till chill he doesn't go to six nba finals and only lose one of them chill he's a, he's a different if he goes to orlando maybe he wins one or two chips in orlando with t-mac maybe he scores 28 points a game but he's not the same player you're looking at him as start to finish today and that's just the facts bro everything you go through in life it changes you, it molds you, it shapes you, it makes you. When you dismiss that and when you act like they didn't have a part, when we saw that LeBron James not only played, he, he not only did that, he was so damn good they broke the rules. They said you couldn't win an MVP on a super team. He won two. He won Wrong. two. They wouldn't give KD the MVP because they said he played with the Warriors. And so, Ron, but you and, gave LeBron James two MVPs with the Miami Heat. He was with a super team, right? And, and, I'm just saying, let's and, be honest. And, and, and Ron, to add to that point, there's a reason why we have tiers of NBA franchises. You would not put the Charlotte Hornets and the Miami Heat in the same category as a franchise. You would not put the Washington Wizards and the Boston Celtics in the same category as a franchise. And the reason why is because the players that go to Washington, they don't materialize like the players do with the Boston Celtics. The players who go to the Lakers get better, unlike the players who were at Minnesota at that time. Those two things are not the same thing. So a guy like LeBron James, as good as he is, would he have been the same player if he ended up in Minnesota? Would he have been what? the same player if he ended up in, in, in Phoenix? No. Is D-Wade the same, yeah. Ron? Is D-Wade the so, same so you, player if he doesn't play for Miami? No, let's, 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 let's stay with Bron. Let's stay with Bron. Is Bron the same player if he goes if he, if he he's drafted to Charlotte, for instance? No. 
Why not? If he's no, 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 no. In, 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 his, in, his, in his first seven years. In his first seven years. If he's drafted, no, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, he's not. He's so not the why was he not when he went to the Cleveland Cavaliers and it was a terrible franchise? No, why was he not? What did Cleveland do up to that point? But hold on, hold on. I'm saying this. If I'm not mistaken, they were garbage. If I'm not mistaken, they had the number one overall pick when they drafted him, right? Why did he turn that franchise around? Some of the best floor spacing around the world. Ron, you're disgusting, Ron. Ron, you you Cleveland was the worst franchise in the league at that moment in time. They literally won the lottery and got LeBron James. And guess what happened? What did he do? And I'm glad you brought that up. And what did he do? And what No, 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 take it. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up, Ron, because at some point we get to that point where this is far as we're going to go here if he stays there with how they were going you think that he would have turned into miami lebron you think his mid-range would have gotten better you there's a reason why he got better because he got people that's in that organization that's going to show him this is where you're the most effective this is where you are the best this is where you're the best passer this is the guy that i'm gonna put you around to utilize and maximize your game they weren't doing that in cleveland what they were doing in cleveland you are the show not only are you the show, you're going to get us here and we're going to just keep rolling. Not thinking that we're going to get to this when he's in Miami. We're going to get to this and you're going to be a part of it. As opposed to in Cleveland, we're going to get to this because of you. How we get there, we don't care. Yeah, Ron, you, you, you're you insane on this talk, man. Because you, you ain't going to be the I'll, same, I'll Jalen. I don't care, Jalen. I don't care what I don't care what color draws you wearing of LeBron James, Jalen. It's not going to be the same. I don't, hey, hey, hey Jalen, I don't care what you and Ron say, bro. Bro, everybody in life goes through something and it changes and molds you and okay. shapes you to the person Absolutely. you are. And you can Absolutely. deny it. You can act like everybody can act like they got here where they at by themselves. Nobody did. Nobody right. did. Nobody. Donald Trump, you think he got to being where he's I at by himself? No. He got a loan from his he, daddy. He, he, somebody he did, somebody did something. Somebody did something for everybody to help you get where you at. You think you think Bill Gates just woke up and he and he and he just made himself a billionaire, a trillionaire, a gazillion? Hell no. You think you think that Rob Johnson woke up? And just had BET out of his glove and didn't have to go through. No, everything in life molds you, shapes you, and makes you into the person. And with LeBron James, bro, let's just be honest, Ron. He was the laughing stock of the NBA circles before he left Cleveland no, because of everything else. Wait, wait, wait. No, he was not. Wait. No, because of everything else. Hold on, bro. Because of everything that was going on around him, along with the fact that people were saying they was comparing him to Jordan. And so at that time, when? When? When, he, no, when he came into the league, so when he came to, because he called himself the chosen one, war 23, did the powder toss, all the stuff Jordan was doing, he had the comparisons to Jordan. But at that time, seven years in the game, his accolade and resume wasn't meeting up to Jordan's standard. So he had to do something that was going to change the, direct, the uh, trajectory of his career and how people thought. He said, you know what? I got to get on a squad where I can have more discipline. I can, he, you think he just went over, do you, you think he just went, they went over uh, and joined up together just for no reason. No, he picked those guys because he felt like these are the guys I can go get it done with. I can go get it done with D-Wade. I can go get it done with Melo. Okay, Melo, you're not going to come? I can get it done with Chris Bosh. So that's the reason why they went and did that. And them, them doing it in Miami, under the two, it was a reason why he wanted to fire Eastbourne and get uh, Pat Riley down there. So everybody talking about, oh, what's up with Pat Riley? Pico? Well, LeBron James wanted Pat Riley to come down and coach. So don't you can't say you can't call it nothing different. So and, and y'all always be the ones that saying that hey, LeBron ain't never had no coach. He ain't never had no coach. He the one who wanted Pat Riley to come coach. So don't try to strip Pat Riley down and say, oh, the Heat coach or what? Nothing. No, they won a championship before you came. After you left, they've been to two NBA finals in the last four years, and they played you in the NBA finals and, and could have had a chance to beat you if half the damn starting lineup wasn't hurt. 
So that's what the heat culture is. The heat culture is playing hard, winning, and being in and being in the big and being in the big games and for most of the part most of the part of a damn near a decade and a half. So they showed that not only could they be in the big in the big dance with LeBron James, they showed they could be in there without LeBron James. So mm-hmm. cut it out, man. And, and and this is the last thing I'm gonna say. When we talk about just legacy, bro, legacy, man, run. It doesn't matter. We've seen T Mac be ne- aggressive for a decade, get buckets, terrorize the league, all this other stuff. We've seen a lot of different things, bro. Do you not know what happens to Kobe Bryant if he never gets Pau Gasol? You think Kobe Bryant goes on to win multiple championships? No. If he never gets Pau Gasol, he leaves the Lakers. It's, he doesn't say that. Right? No. It's something that no. happens. As great as Kobe is, we just talk about him in one sense. So that's the same thing with LeBron James. LeBron James, as great as he was. We would have talked about him like Chilltown said, in the eyes of a guy who won one, maybe one or two championships, maybe Hakeem, all-time great player, but not the greatest to ever play or not the second greatest to ever play, how some, some of these guys have him. But the fact that he did, he needed that experience with Miami. That shit helped him grow. That shit helped his game. That shit helped his mental toughness along the course of his career. You can see it while he was there. That doesn't mean he would have got it everywhere else. That doesn't mean you think that Tim Duncan in his prime winning championships – you, you think Greg Popovich not going to say throw the ball in at Tim Duncan first? Hell no. You think, hold on, you think LeBron James is going to go to the Spurs, Jalen, mm-hmm. with your LeBron draws on and the doo-doo stains in the crack of your draws? You think you're going to go, <laughs> you think he's going to go <laughs> over there? No, you think he's going to go over there <laughs> and you think, Mars, Greg Popovich is going to say, uh, look, we're going to stop throwing the ball in the Tim Duncan first because we got LeBron. Hell no. One of them dudes become expendable too, by the way. Either Tony Parker or Mano Ginobili. One of them dudes become expendable. Wait, 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 Look, I, I, I don't want to discredit the Heat or what the Heat did for LeBron. 100% they impacted his career, made him a real better player. I'm not discrediting that. What I'm saying is, even if he didn't go to a Heat, he is great enough as a player where the journey might have been different but he would have got to the same place. We ain't talking about him like this. Jalen, Jalen, they take it a step further. Take it a step further. LeBron is a is a free agent magnet. He's a magnet for other great players. Wherever he goes, if he goes to New York, other players are coming to New York These other guys are going to come play with him. Whatever, man. Hey, Jalen, you have you have a serious case of LeBron bootyitis. That means that your face, that means that your nose is is always attached to the butt to the butt crack of LeBron Ramon James. And it'll it'll never depart. You are fighting for supremacy with Nick right now. Shannon Sharp is out of the team. You know, they've removed him from clutch now. So I know you're trying to fight for your position. Nah, with, Shannon will be back. Right we'll call. Shannon gonna be back. It's all good. Now nah, he ain't gonna be back. He ain't be back after this. Ain't no recovery yeah. after this. When, when you go at LeBron James like that, it's over. But I just want to say with, with LeBron, it we've seen it. Let's talk about I'm LeBron. He goes to he gets drafted by a poverty franchise, the worst franchise in the league, who hasn't won a championship in what 45 something years when he came in 42, 43 years. Haven't won a championship. He goes there, makes him a perennial 50 win team. Makes him a perennial 50 win team mm-hmm. and makes him the, uh, one of the big big franchises of the NBA. Doesn't get it done, but we all realized they were hey, never. Mars, watch out, Mars. Watch out, Mars. Mars, Mars. Watch out, Ethan, this nigga right now. Mars. I'm going to put him in a casket right now. Okay, okay, stay right there, Jalen. Stay right there. Stay right there. Hold on, Jalen. Let him finish his point. Take it. Take Hold on. Take it. Hold on. Let him make his point. Take it. Let him make his point. Hold on. Take it. Let him make his point. I got him right now. I got him right now. Take it. Jalen, Jalen. Did Carmelo not do the same thing with Denver? Jalen, did Carmelo not do the same thing with Denver? Did he not go to a team? Hold on. Did he not go to a team? Hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. 
Did he not go to a team with the same record as LeBron did with Cleveland? Uh, Carmelo. I, I'm just about a team, sure. Okay, let me ask you one question. I'm going to leave it like this. Jalen, do you think the trajectory of Carmelo Anthony's career would have changed if he would have been drafted and went to the Detroit Pistons? They would Melo would have two, three wings. Okay, thank you. Melo thank you. You're done. Wings. Thank you. You're dead. You're dead. You're dead. Ron, he's over with Ron. Put the trash can. You're done. Keep going, Jalen. Yeah, listen. So he he goes to he goes to Cleveland, makes him a perennial fifty win team, gets him in some deep playoff runs, but never got it done. Then he goes to Miami again. My a Miami team since that 06 championship has not made any runs. Doesn't have this championship ideology or championship mentality. They were a, they were a bad team to do with some injuries. Dwayne Wade was hurt for a year or so, so they were making runs. He goes there, makes him a perennial fifty win team, championship contender every year. They win the playoffs. Who's on? I, I, did they, they missed the playoffs? Yeah, 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 yeah. They made the playoffs a year before. Hold on, hold on. They made the playoffs a year before and lost to the same team LeBron James lost to. Oh, right. they also that's lost that, 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 No, you shut up, ticket, because that's why the KD thing ain't the same. That's exactly what the KD thing ain't the same. They lost to the same team LeBron lost to. Keep going, Jalen. No, the Miami Heat lost to the same team LeBron lost to. They lost to the Boston Celtics in the playoffs. So what? He goes back. Hold up. After that, he goes back to Cleveland, another team who have had 20, 30 win seasons. Stacking up draft picks, didn't win anything. He goes there, makes him a Did they not lose to the team. same team, Jalen? No, listen, listen. He Did they not lose to the same team? Sure, Miami lost to the same team. But no, I asked you that. No, I said in the same year, hold on, in the same no, year, in the same year, the D Wade and LeBron James not lose to the same team in the playoffs. No, they didn't. They did. He lost to the Boston Celtics. They did. That's fine. In 2010. Okay, hold on. That's fine. They lost to the Celtics, right? Again, so that's something. After after he goes. So he, he makes the Heat a championship contender for four years in a row. Then he goes to Cleveland. Again, a team that's winning 20, 30 games. And what do you do? Oh, what do you do? He made them a championship contender. That's not true. That's Jaylen, not true. Jaylen, he bought a championship. Jaylen, he traded for Kevin Love. He traded for Kevin Love. He got Kyrie Irving. He got the sixth man of the year. Jalen, don't, 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 don't leave out the fact that the year he left Miami, can you tell everybody, people the people in the back too that don't hear you, what happened to the Miami Heat the year after he left? What to the Miami Heat? Chris Bosh got blood clots. They didn't make the playoffs, but keep Chris Bosh got blood clots and played 44 games. D-Way got a hurt. D-Way got an injury and played 20. Chris Bosh had blood clots and played 44 games. Okay. Have to worry Chris, if they won 15 games. Clip, Chris, Chris Bloss, those blood clots didn't happen until 2015, 2016. He only played 44 games in that year. That, that's when that happened. So, that year he only played 44 games. That year he only played 44 they games. Was on, they was actually on a trajectory to see. He only played 44 games that year. That ain't the same thing. But anyway, Chris Bosh only played 44 games. Let's, let's, let's keep going. Keep going. He goes to Cleveland next. Again, 20-30 win team. Yes, they made trades to, uh, to make an optimized team. But you know why they get those You know why the trade for Kevin Love? Do you know why Kyrie, who who was a phenomenal kind of had a great rookie, had a great first couple of years, 20, 22 point guy. But the LeBron James elevates his game because of LeBron James. They become a championship well, contender for that four year window, making the finals every single year. And then he goes to a Lakers team who have been a dead franchise since Kobe left. A franchise that's been winning 20, 30, 40. And trade the whole team for AD. And Wait, guess what? No, guess what? They were stopped by young talent, didn't work out. Then they won a championship. No, no, no. What you mean it didn't work out? Hold on, hold on. That's not true. Tell me, tell me, tell me. That's a hold on, hold on, hold on. That's a bold face lie. Hold on, hold on. That's a bold. Jalen, Jalen, you're a liar, Jalen, Jalen. You say it didn't work out. That's a lie. What happened? Well, tell the truth. Hold on, Jalen. Tell the truth. Hold on, hold on, Jalen. Hold on, Jalen. Tell the truth. It was working out. Yo, raggedy ass King got hurt, and the very next year he traded the whole team to go get eighty. Yes, that's exactly what happened. LeBron James got hurt on Christmas Day. No, LeBron James got hurt on Christmas Day playing against the Warriors, and and they still won the game when LeBron James got hurt. And, and, and he got hurt. 
and he got hurt. And, and hold on, and he got hurt. He came back and said he was going to be in playoff mode, and his ass went to play home mode, and he and he went home. And the very next year, he traded the whole team to go get AD. So stop lying. And then it go, and then it, and then with the Cavs, don't make hold on, don't make it seem hold on, don't make it seem like he went to the sorry Cavs and just turned them into a contender. No, sir. He guess what? Guess what? Hold on. Guess what? Kyrie Irving was doing with the Cavs. Hold on. The same thing. The same thing. That's the point I was making, Mars. No, that's why I keep saying it doesn't. Like it's just the LeBron effect. No, no, obviously LeBron's bringing other people. Yeah, so exactly. using the team's record before LeBron and after LeBron makes no sense. He's bringing Kevin Love, one of the fifteen, let's say fifteen to be considered best players in the world, with him. He's bringing okay. that guy with him. It's not like it's just oh, you add LeBron, they go from twenty wins to fifty. No, he's bringing someone else. He's building these super teams. And then you're giving him credit for the I mean, team winning more teams. They, they, they had a one player, which is fine. But again, I think LeBron James. You can't yeah, LeBron's got a team. One the player. No doubt. Man, no they doubt. added, they they added the sixth man of the year, J.R. Smith. They added the former sixth man of the year, J.R. Smith. Right, coming from the Knicks. They I'm added one of the premier e elite a, defenders in the league at that time. Who James had made it clear. Stop lying, boy. Who James had made it clear that, quote, I'll take care of Jr. because he was problematic at that time. No, 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 no. That was a fact. That he won the six men of the year. He never did win the six men of the year. Two, three he years ago, problematic. And James on record. He did say that. I'll take Chill, care cut of it out, man. Cut it out, man. Chill, you know you capping, dog. You know you capping. I ain't lying. That's not. I'm not lying. That's a fact. So, so no, Jalen is making it. Franchises or franchises that are is making it seem. Hold on, Jalen. Jalen, you're making it seem. Jalen, here's why you're disingenuous, Jalen. You're making it seem like, and like Mars said, you're making it seem like LeBron James is just walking into bad franchises and without nothing, he's making them great. No, it ain't that. He's real. Hold on, 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 He's rearranging the whole team. Hold on, Ron. Ron. What did he do? He's he? Hold on. He's rearranging the whole team, like Mars said. And, and, and Jalen said in here and discounted Kyrie Irving. Kyrie was doing the same thing LeBron was doing the first two years in the league. Not making the playoffs, losing, coming up short. Close. Hold on, hold on. And, and guess what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. And Kyrie Irving was getting, hold on. Hold on, Chills. And Kyrie Irving was getting, hold on. Kyrie Irving was getting hurt. And that team, hold on. That team was, hold on, hold on, Chills. That team was getting better every single year. Kyrie was hurt all three years. And each year that team had a better record. It wasn't That's close to the same thing. It wasn't That's close to the same thing. They, they, not they even have close. a good record every year with Kyrie. They, okay, so the first year that Kyrie gets on the crew, they win, I think, three more games that year. Then the next year, they win six more games. With James on the crew the first year. No, 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 year, I'm saying, but they, Kyrie was hurt, chill. Yeah, I'm saying Kyrie only played get, minimal games. Okay, so that no, makes sense. Kyrie that, got hurt that, each that, that, he got hurt every year. Even more because he ain't even available. No, I'm saying the games he played. I'm saying if you look at the games. If you look at the games he played and look at the right. effect he had, you can see it. It's all there. The first three years, he built, he built those teams had improved better records, but he missed substantial time each of those first three years. So he, we never got to see the full uh, growth of that team under Kyrie Irving. That's all right. I'm saying, bro. All, all I'm saying is Chilltown. All I'm saying is this. Mm -hmm. And it's no disrespect to LeBron. I'm just telling Jalen, jockstrap, booty hole, sniffing ass, that <laughs> LeBron James didn't walk to a bad team and make him good. It ain't like he walking into the goddamn on Toronto Raptors, how they are right now, and turn them into a championship contender without no moves. No, he went in there and made what major moves. What did he do with the Cleveland Cavaliers? You keep saying Everywhere he did not he walk oh, into oh, a bad team and make him good. Everywhere he Cleveland went, he made Cavaliers major moves, bro. had the number one overall pick, and they took him. How many, how many, how many games did they win that year? 
How many games did they win that year? How many games did they win? In 2002, the year before they drafted LeBron James, how many years did they win? They won 15 games. 17. 17. I'm sorry, they Because they won, they improved by, I think, 18. They won 35 games the next year, missed the playoffs by one game. The next year after that, they missed the playoffs because they were tied with the Nets for the eighth seed and lose the tiebreaker. Who had a the better squad with them? Kyrie or LeBron James uh, and Cleveland uh, those first few years, Shield? Who had a LeBron. better squad? We're around him. Kyrie oh, or LeBron James. Y'all talking about Kyrie. Who Did Kyrie have a better team around him or did LeBron James when they first got drafted to the Cavs? Oh, of course it was James with Boozer and... and, and right. So hold on. So so why are y'all discounting Kyrie when the team got better every year and he played minimal games? Oh, and, and, hold on. Hold on. Chill. Chill. Hold on. And he was so great. Even in the minimal games he played, he still made the all-star game and he was an all-star game MVP. That year, so think about this. Was though. it in four? So LeBron, I think it was fourteen. Yeah, so, so, but you take, no, so take this out. All I'm saying to Jalen is this: it ain't like LeBron just walked in with Kyrie. No, they also gave up that number one overall pick and went and went and got Kevin Love before he right. was gonna go over there. Then right. they went and got Cal Corver, who was one of the best three point shooters in the world. Right. Then they went and also got J.R. Smith, who was the sixth man of the year. Then they got Iman Shepard, who was one of the top wing defenders in the world at that time. Mm-hmm. These are all facts. Look right. at that whole team. So all I'm saying is that he Jalen is acting like LeBron walked into all these places, even with the Lakers. Jalen says, oh, it wasn't working out with the young guys. What do you mean? LeBron went over there. They were the fourth seed in the West. On Christmas Day, LeBron yeah, James jacks up his he, jacks, he gets hurt on Christmas Day, misses all those games, and the season's over with. That's not, that's not the young guys' fault. They actually was playing great basketball around LeBron James. It never had a chance to blossom. But then the next that's year, they terrible. trade the whole team for AD. So you can't say that, bro. And guess hey, who they were playing in the NBA Finals? Hold on, hold on, Mars. Guess who they was playing in the NBA Finals that year, Mars? The Miami Heat. The same people you sitting over here acting like you didn't. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Mars, hold on, Mars, and Mars, hold on, Mars, and Mars. The Heat was picked to get swept in that series. Your dominant king and AD was supposed to sweep the Heat. And guess what happened? The Heat lost. The Heat lost their number one scorer and Gordon Dragic. Am I lying, Mars? Did Gordon Dragic play? Did he get hurt? He got hurt. They lost. Hold on. They lost their starting center, Bam, for two and a half games in that series. And Jimmy Butler got hurt in that series, and they still took y'all six games. Yo, King. How many championships do the Heat have since LeBron left? How many championships do the Cleveland Cavaliers have since LeBron left? Bro, it's cool. I mean, listen, 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 listen. They're actually rebuilding the team. They're actually rebuilding when it's the goat debate, but now he's right. This debate, we're gonna bring it up, but goat debate. Right. Hey, you guys are that's okay. It's okay if you want to be disgusting, Jalen. At least Chilltown admitted. I, I want to give the Heat credit. I'm giving the Heat credit. I just think again, the journey would be different, but he would still get there. I, I don't agree. I don't agree with that, bro. Because he could have been I different options. I don't think we along the way, man. I think we. I think we'd be in a little bit. Uh, we nitpicking with the with the with the Cleveland with, with the Cleveland stuff because, I mean, we talk about a Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love as good as they were. These how many playoff appearances they had before they got James? Zero. They had never been to the playoffs at any point. James gets on the crew and in the NBA Finals. Which, by the way, let's make sure we remember in the Eastern Conference Championship that that playoff run. Kevin Love is gone. He he didn't play the whole playoffs. He dislocated his shoulder against Boston. He wasn't even playing. And against the Atlanta Hawks. Kyrie Irving missed two of the four games when they swept them, which, by the way, was a damn good Atlanta team who only lost to Cleveland that year. They were 14 games over 500 against the Western Conference that year. That's number two. Now, when we're talking about 
LeBron James, his effect on that crew. And you brought up Kyle Corver. They didn't get Kyle Corver for two for two more years. To get. He was 35. They didn't get no, I said no, no, but they, he, they was get, the best, he was still the best three-point shooter in the league. Look it up. Even if that's true, they didn't get him for two more years. It wasn't like he got on the crew when James got there. It was two years right, later. But they, they, they still had JR They did get him, and that matters 100 percent They did get him on the crew, and that did matter. 100 percent that did matter. But the point here is, is that there is no way for me to believe that. James would have turned into who James turned into today if he had never gone to Miami. That's James right. was already in Miami in 2013. Mars, I'm on record saying this to you. I'm, I sound like a broken record to you. I'm sure I do. In 2013, he had already won the league MVP for the fourth time in five years, had won the NBA championship in back-to-back -back seasons, and was the finals MVP in back-to-back -back seasons. The GOAT conversation started. I wouldn't even entertain it. So I can't imagine what would happen if he ended up with the Knicks. And that's why I said, but that's why I said, that's why I said with Carmelo, like y'all always disrespect Carmelo, but that's why I said, if Carmelo gets drafted to the Detroit Pistons, the whole trajectory of his career changes. LeBron James, we might not even be talking about LeBron James and no top this, top that. Because if Carmelo goes to Detroit, all Detroit went to the Eastern Conference Finals six years in a row. They couldn't get over the hump literally because of scoring. They was coming up like inches short because of scoring. You add Carmelo to that Detroit team, they're winning three championships. The one they already won his rookie year against the Lakers, they're winning that. They're probably winning the next year against San Antonio when they lost at the at the buzzer beater. Who hit the buzzer beater? Robert or uh, Mars? Or hit the buzzer beater? They're probably winning that. They lost they're seven. probably coming back and winning again. All this time, you ain't even hearing about LeBron James. So the whole trajectory, it all depends on certain things that – Things that you go through and place you go. If he's coached by Larry Brown, if he's has a defensive philosophy coming to lead, added with his offensive prowess. You understand? Know because Larry Brown showed he could coach offensive players like he did AI. So uh, yes, again, when you look at it, it does matter, Jalen. So stop acting like it don't. When it because it, so, it doesn't matter. I'm not saying it doesn't matter. No, I'm saying I, it, I, it I, showed. I, hold on, because even if you look at D Wade, D Wade's career ain't the same if he don't go to Miami. If D-Wade go to Miami, do you think that his do you think he ends with three championships in his career? Again, I think D-Wade would have I asked you, 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 you a question. I asked you a question. Do you think D-Wade, hold on. Do you think D-Wade got three championships he don't go to Miami? One, I don't know. because the other I asked you that. I asked you a question. I don't know because the other situation See, hey, yo, These dudes, hey, yo, so Mars. Hey, Mars, hold on, hold on. So these dudes exposed. You don't watch basketball. Because if I ask you the same, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because if I ask you the same question about LeBron, does LeBron win three or four chips? You say, yeah, without no hesitation. But when I ask you, hold on, 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 Again, it depends on the based off no based off what you hold on hold on hold on Jalen hold on I asked you that do you think okay chill do you think D Wade have three rings if he don't play for Miami his career I don't know to be honest with you ticket I don't I don't think so I'm not I'm not I'm not if he ends up if he ends up somewhere else it's his career looks like if he ended up if Detroit would have ended up taking him. He would his, his he career would look a lot different. He might have had more championships. Than well, no, we talking it, about it, that Pistons team. We talking no. about somebody else. We talking about, but we, we're just saying like the, the trajectory of his career is different if he doesn't. If you don't end up in a certain spot, so I'm just you got to think about these type of things, bro. If KD doesn't go to Golden State, what do you think about his career? Look, I agree. The trajectory. No, I asked you. I asked you a question. If KD doesn't go to Golden State, do you look at him as the same dominant player you look at him as today?
But I don't really value those rings. I didn't ask you that. I don't understand the question, boy. Kevin, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. This boy don't understand English. Do I have to speak to you? And what? I'm telling you, I'm asking the question. If you can't answer the question, just say you can't. No, no, because you're so confident about LeBron. Ron. Does Kevin Durant have the same dominant? Do everybody look at KD in the same dominant fashion? They call him the he he's the uh, easy money sniper. Uh, he's the slim reaper. All this stuff. Do y'all look at him the same way if he never goes to Golden State? Do you think he get over the hump if he stays in OKC? You asking me? All of y'all. Me? All of y'all. Hey, because if you're asking me, first off, Jalen ain't say nothing. I can see Jalen said is he no, leaning back. Say, he said that word. word. I'm saying they might have had other pieces where yes, he I didn't ask that you that. I asked you, you, do you think Kevin Durant is the same dominant player that they consider yes. him as today if he does not join the Warriors and win? Do you rings? think KD has two rings and two finals MVPs if he doesn't go to Golden State? Do I think he do I think he might have had those two rings? He might have not won without a doubt. But I think as a basketball player, he would have been the same basketball player throughout. Him joining that situation maybe would have gone. I disagree win. because you don't look at guys. You don't look at. Hold on, I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. Ask Chilton about all the great scores in NBA history. Ask Chilton do they look different at George Gervin, who put up a whole lot of numbers, but didn't win. Do they look at George Gervin the same? That's why. Hold on, 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 hold on. You don't even look at Will Chamberlain as the same. Will Chamberlain was out here averaging 50 during seasons. You don't look at him in the goat debate. Will Chamberlain had seasons where he's averaging, he had a season where he averaged 50 points and damn near over, what, 30, 20 some, 30 some rebounds? 26. So rebounds. come on, bro. Oh. You don't look at him as the GOAT. No, listen. Hold on, 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 Jalen. Hold on, Jalen. Hold on, Jalen. Hold on, Jalen. So all I'm saying is, is this it's all about circumstance and opportunity. If, if Bill Russell doesn't play with the Boston Celtics, do you look at his career the same? Do you look at him as the same dominant player as he was after his career was over with? Hell no. You know why? Because they had all that top, uh, talent stockpiled on the Boston Celtics teams. So all he had to do is go in and be a leader like he was to all that great talent they had around him. But if you were to put that same dude on one of them other teams outside of the Lakers, do you think Bill Russell would have had 11 rings? He, he definitely would not have 11 rings. But okay, then. So you would not look at him the same. Yeah, so so all we're saying now, when it comes to him, Bill Russell. No, no, no. No, But Mars, I'm just being honest with him. I'm telling him, he keep making it seem like players – it don't matter what path you take, you gonna come out to be the same person. That's not true. See, I that think, is not I true, with bro. Great, with great players, I think again the journey might be different. Maybe they'll have less rings, but as basketball players, I think Michael Jordan would. You think Kobe Bryant's legacy is the same? If he don't hold on. Do you think Kobe Bryant's legacy is the same? Hold on. Do you think Kobe Bryant is the same? Do you think Kobe Bryant's the same legacy and the same outlook on his career if he played for the Charlotte Hornets his whole career? The legacy would be. Different. I didn't ask you a question. I asked you a question. The legacy would be different. Yes, the legacy. You're would goddamn loud. Him as a basketball player was chill, chill, man. Come on, bro. Chill, chill. Come on, bro. This is where we're different. You're talking about legacy and how people view them. I'm talking about them as basketball players, the great ones. They would still achieve that greatness. That's not true. Okay, so why didn't T Mac do it? Hold on, why didn't T Mac do it? Yo, ticket, but this this is a completely different person, though. Like, you've done this twice. T Mac is not Kobe Bryant. T Mac is not LeBron James. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because that's because he didn't have Shaq in his prime either. Because if T Mac, hold on, if T Mac has Shaq in his prime, we think about T Mac completely different player. If T Mac has, hold on, hold on. If that's T Mac instead of Kobe winning championships, Everybody puts T Mac, man, top ten all time, top well, we top fifteen all time. Hold on, with his resume, hey, everybody hey, puts T Mac top fifteen all time. All right, ticket, ticket. You got a good point. You, same you got day. A good point. Hold on, same, <laughs> same day. You got a good point. I'm, I'm not same gonna fight day. that. Hey, T Mac with Shaq is a motherfucker. You got you got a good point. But same game, just putting him with with the Diesel, right? Same game. If you never put Shaq with Kobe, 
We don't look at Shaq's resume the same. You know why? Because Shaq, because Shaq hadn't won those chips yet. He won those chips when he got with Kobe Bryant. So you put if Shaq never goes to the Lakers, are we looking at his career the same way? Hell no. His career changed when he went to the Lakers, when he was playing in the Staples Center, when he went first playing in the Forum and then in the Staples Center. His career trajectory changed. So, no, he might not have been the same dominant outlook of a player. He may have had – if he stayed in Orlando the whole time, his career may have looked completely different. Him as a player may have been completely different. But from the coaching experiences, the things he changed in his game, the, the, the mean streak going to a whole nother level when he was in L.A. versus Orlando. You understand what I'm saying? Even though he was a monster and he battled Hakeem, bro, I would not have put – do you think that was the same Shaq in the, with the Lakers that it was Orlando? If I would have put the Shaq with the Lakers against Hakeem, hold on, Hakeem would have fouled out against Shaq if that was the Shaq playing against him with the Lakers. But that's also the thing, though, Ticket. These players are they every year, year after year, they get better and better. They grow, they grow, and they grow. It has something to do with coaching and leadership and direction. It, it has something Ray, to do with a lot of that. But a lot of it is just natural. It, it's natural progression. It, it's no, just it's maturity. not, bro. It's That's not, bro. It, yes, it it's is. not, bro. It's yes. not. Yo, you, here's, here's, what, but here's, here's also what you're doing, though. Take it. Here's also what you're doing, though. You're taking 2000, 2000, 2001, 2002 Shaq, and you're comparing them to 90, what? That was 96 Shaq? No, but he was, Shaq? I'm saying he, he was in his second year as opposed to him being in his prime. I'm giving you different coaches, though. Bro, I'm giving you, hold on. I'm giving you the, this, the recipe. He went through different experiences, different coaches, different people shaped and guided his career. Let me give you a perfect example. Stephen Waddell Curry, we was talking about him yesterday. And I asked him these, this question yesterday. Do y'all think Steph Curry's career would have been the same had he would have played for Mark Jackson all the way through? Fuck no. No. Again, the legacy. No, 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 no. I ain't asked you that. Oh, I ain't asked you again. You're being lazy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Because if we be honest, yes, Mark Jackson was a great coach. He wasn't allowed to finish the job. <laughs> but when Steve Kerr comes in Chilltown, what does Steve Kerr do? He revolutionized how they use Steph Curry. So now you look at Steph Curry as a finished product in a whole different outlook. Because Chilltown, what did we say? If Steph Curry would have went to the Knicks, what would have happened to his career, Chill? I think they would have wrecked him. They would have wrecked him. You would have had, had him out here looking like God dang on Shabazz Napier or something. The way the Knicks were at that time, I think they would have wrecked him. Thank I you. Think. So all this shit you talking, uh, 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 Jalen and Ron, is bullshit. It does matter where you go, who you're being coached by, who's who's helping to to your tutelage your career. You can see it through player development. Look at all of the players uh, that Phil Handy works with with the Lakers. Look at the skill development of these players. Look at the development of Austin. Imagine they go somewhere else and they don't have the same skill development guys. We see this. That's why you see certain teams have players who fulfill what they're supposed to be and certain teams don't because it's all about who's coaching these guys, who's bringing these guys up, the tutelage. If you get caught in a situation with a trash-ass sorry coach, Shit, your whole career trajectory could change versus if you're under a good coach who knows what he's doing, who knows how to use you. If AI never runs into Larry Brown, his career ain't never going to – even the, the way they look at him now ain't going to be the same. Larry Brown brought the best out of AI as a head coach because of what the tools he brought to the table. Right, so what we're saying is LeBron's time in Miami under Pat Riley, under East Folk, it molded him into the being a man and to being a leader he needed to be for Kyrie Irving for Anthony Davis, for all these other guys. If he doesn't have that, we can't sit up here and necessarily say he ends up being the same player mentally and on the basketball court physically, bro. You might He might have the same physical specimens like Ron say, but that don't mean you turn out to be the same player because Chilltown notice the game is mental. Half of the game is mental. So if, you don't, if you're not going to win the mental battle on a night-to-night -night basis, damn, you, that's why you think I beat the hell out of Bob every day. 
Bobby out here losing his mind, losing, losing his and shit every single day because I don't mentally whoop his ass. And I ain't even got on the court <laughs> against this bum yet. I ain't got on the court against this bum yet. He's already mentally beaten because he's thinking about me every day in his dreams. You understand know what I'm saying? Ox. Period. Lil <laughs> Ox, yeah, Lil Ox Bob. Lil Ox Bob. That's who it is. Not Lil Ox Nas. Lil Ox Bob. That's who he is, right? The fake ass Whoopi Goldberg running around here. Where he at? Fine, y'all pick the top. Tell him I said, Shout pick the top of the sucker. Running your mouth in the private chat. Talking about somebody running from you. Ain't nobody running from you, Trump. <laughs> tell Ron, I said, Ron, tell him out in public, Ron. Tell him what I told that punk in private. You pick the top of the sucker. Care what you say. I would play, I would play the voice memo, but you know, yeah, it's kind of graphic. Yeah, I talk to you, I talk to you like that in real life, behind the scene, like I said before. But y'all, Jalen, y'all stop this stuff, man. Every player you look at in NBA history, ask Chilltown if George Gervin played for the Boston Celtics. How you looking at at, at George Gervin, Chilltown? Got a couple championships, but again, no. But how you looking at him and his outcome as his career, Chill? So every player goes through that. Ain't no player that's that's not through that. You know what I'm saying? Like if Mike goes to Portland, maybe he wins some championships with uh Clyde, but he ain't gonna be the same. It ain't gonna be the same outcome as he was with Phil. Sure, it won't be the same exactly. So the only thing we disagree on is that look, hundred percent coaching matters, teams matter, situation, all that matters. I just think with the great ones, again, the journey might be different, but they'll still reach their greatness regardless of their situation. That's not true. I there's different. There's, there's, different, there's different level. There's different levels of greatness. Jaylen, that's, 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 that's the part that that's the part that we I think that's where the disconnect mm-hmm. is because as great as Dirk is, like we ain't talking about Dirk like we're talking about Bird, yeah. right? So 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 as good as 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 good as Curry is, as good as Magic is, like if 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 Chris Paul plays with I don't know, if he ends up in Chicago and they end up winning it, I mean we're talking mm-hmm. about him different, yeah. way different than we're talking about him right now. So the the, the journey matters. It doesn't, it, and where you go during the journey matters because, as my grandmother would always tell me, anybody can train a secretary. You can screw him up too, because he could end up somewhere, and they could completely wreck him, completely wreck this dude. So the fact that he ended up in Miami, that was beneficial to his career. It wasn't like, yo, this is just another stop on my way to being awesome. No, absolutely not. Chill, and and you're right. You can all you you can't mess up a secretary, but. You also can make a secretary good, right? You can so why why are, why are we acting like it's every scenario outside of the scenarios we've all talked about are the best case scenarios? There are better case scenarios. Players can go other places and play with other other players and coaches, and it could be better than what it turned out to be. We're acting yeah. like the other direction is always bad. Like who was it going to be better? It, 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 with, could, it could be better. Who was it, hey, it, it going to be better with? Hey, you 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 keep saying Carmelo First. to Detroit. It could have been worse than Detroit. Detroit. You, you never know. I asked you. Hold on. Hold on. Other than him going to Miami, where else was he going to go where he was going to be able to get the full uh, uh, credit uh, or, 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 or just being a man like you said he was in Miami? Hey, hey you, 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 you keep saying that Greg Popovich would have told Tim Duncan or would have told Brian to pass the ball to Tim Duncan. I'm on record saying Tim Duncan would have willingly gave LeBron the ball. Facts. He, hey, he, he would have been like, matter of fact, matter of fact, LeBron, we running the offense through you. I disagree. I don't think that. Hey, he, 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 you agree with Hey, he took, you a, he, he took a step back, for, he, he took a step back for Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili. Ask he definitely would have did the same thing for LeBron. Do you think that Popovich would have changed the whole offense for LeBron? Or do you think that he would have did what he's doing with effing Wimby right now, which is making you play in a system he wants, and Wimby's supposed to be an all-time generational talent, sucker? Go ahead, Mars. <laughs> I mean, probably they're not changing the offense, but LeBron's probably asking for Tony Parker to get traded. Because at that point, you have Tony Parker, LeBron, and Tim Duncan, who don't space the floor. 
and um, what's Tiago Spiller or whoever the other big was, he's not shooting, so he's just going to ask for more shooting. And whether or not they listen, I don't know, but he's definitely trying to get that roster changed. But I just want to say, the people in the chat who are talking about, oh, this is hypothetical, blah, blah, blah. Of course it's hypothetical. LeBron's the one who started the hypothetical. He's the one who said he would be just as dominant if he didn't go to Miami. That's a hypothetical. Ticket's point is, and maybe maybe you guys don't like how tickets convey in it, but it's common sense. A player's situation will determine their level of success in any league. If you get drafted to a bad team versus a good team, your level of success will be different. If you get a bad coach versus a good coach, your level of success will be different. That's common sense. Anyone who plays sports understands that. Anyone who doesn't play sport should understand that. The level of success you have in a team sport is dependent on other things around you, whether that be how good the franchise is ran from top to bottom, how good your teammates are, how good your coach is. All of those things play a pivotal role in the success you have. So therefore, saying LeBron would be just as successful without Miami, whether or not he wouldn't be as successful or he would be even more successful, the point is it would be different. Whether or not, because LeBron's point was, he would be just as dominant. He would be the same. The, no, in no other situation is a player the exact same because nothing else will be the exact same as the situation they're already in. It might be, you can make the argument he'd be better without Miami. I would disagree, but you can make the argument. It would be different. It would 1000% be different because it's a different situation. Every situation will be different for every single player. Steph Curry will look different in Golden State as he looks in Portland or in Boston or on the Cleveland Cavaliers, whatever. He might win more rings if he played with KD from a rookie to now. He might win more rings, who knows? But he would look different. The point is, everyone looks different in a different situation. If you argue against that, you're lying to yourself to try to push some weird narrative. That's we, we all agree with that. We agree. No, no, exactly. No, agree so why we argue for an hour yeah, when we're all on the no, same page? Saying, different. You're so saying I, that it doesn't matter what situation he ended in, that he would have came out the same. And we're telling you okay. it's not true. We're, tell, we're telling, hold on, we're telling you, we're telling you that it, it, coaching does matter. Your situation does matter how you turn out. We've seen players be wrecked because of coaching. We've seen players be wrecked because of. Uh, think about this. Mars can tell you this. Mars thinks that the that the uh, uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Lost a championship or two because of coaching. Am I right or wrong, Mars? Yeah. You're that right. changes legacy right there. That changes how you think about players. That changes players' development. Mm -hmm. That changes a lot of different things, Jalen. So when you when you put that into the equation, yes, it does matter where you go, at what time you go there. What's going on? If LeBron James in the middle of his career was to go to the Charlotte Hornets, his whole career has changed. It doesn't matter what you think he did as a player. You think you don't think that the same of him no more, bro. Legacy Look at LaMelo Ball. You can say, hey, man, LaMelo. Every day, Domo comes in here and tells you that LaMelo Ball and those guys are rotting away in Charlotte. Why? Because he doesn't think they have the right coaching and toolage to bring the best out of those guys and develop those guys. That matters in your career. That changes the trajectory of your career versus yeah. if you come up and you have great coaching. Look at Skeet Henderson. Yo, before before we move on, J-Rob, I just want to hear your thoughts on the matter. Um, More junk strapping. Um, to be honest, I just Gerald think sports, he's nah, I'm just going to say that, you know, he spoke in a hypothetical and the fact that we spent, y'all spent an hour and five minutes discussing the hypothetical just proves more why he's a goat. Oh that's my god. That's Jalen. No, no, that's Jalen. That's Jalen. You know you are Mr. Views. That doesn't J Rob. You're J Rob. You're full of shit. That doesn't mean he's the go, J Rob. I'm just that mean? Hold on, J Rob. What that means is J Rob. I'm trolling. I'm trolling, Tigger. I'm trolling, Tigger. I honestly ultimately I feel like in certain situations you really can't say I think Miami was a big 
was a big turning point for LeBron's career. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel like you really can't disres- discredit that stop. Now, I, I feel I feel Jalen in the sense of some of the great ones still will push through to obviously be able to get a ring, but there's no guarantee he gets four rings. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I think, I think Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal, even if they didn't go to some of their situation, they got drafted to other teams. I think they would be great enough to find ways. To hey, let me ask you a question, Jerome. Do you think if LeBron never left Cleveland, he'd be the same player mentally he is today? Um, no, nah, I don't think so because I think right. The, so that's hold on, hold on, hold on. So that's hold on. Hold on. So, so you answered our, you answered me a Mars question. Then mm-hmm. you've answered our question. This is the only thing we say in the Jalen. Mentally, LeBron James was already getting sick and tired of the shit when he the first time, right, right, right around Chilltown. After the first seven years, mentally, he was already cracked. So if he would have stayed there his whole time, he ain't coming out to be the same player he is today as far as just leadership, his mindset. Yeah. He that could have that could have just absolutely just tore a player that in half dealing with right. some of the stuff he was dealing with in Cleveland. No, I agree. And I also think one thing that was great for LeBron's career was the 2011 collapse in, in the finals. Like I think that moment for him was great in order for in order to help him develop as a player. So I mean, let me ask y'all one last. Let me ask y'all one last question. I heard a lot of people talking shit about heat culture. Like Gil was talking about, ain't no heat culture. What do y'all think about? Is it is that true that there is no heat culture? Or what do y'all? What's y'all's thoughts on that whole heat culture thing? Like, because people trying to shit on the heat culture. Like, what is the culture? The culture is LeBron James. Like, I, no, just I don't agree that. with that either. I don't agree with that either because Pat Riley instilled the culture. I feel like, and you know, when you got guys like Udonis Haslam on your bench, who's like your your liaison to this culture you're trying to build. I think it is absolutely real. The way they carry themselves. I think the way the cities embrace them. I think the way they play basketball. I mean, you know, they play like dogs. And I think that's an embodiment from the guy at the top, which is Pat Riley. And, you know, Pat Riley been no nonsense forever. That's why him and LeBron James really never really got along because, you know, in most situations, LeBron dominates not only the basketball court, but he gets a lot of front office uh, leeway. And I think, in the Miami, he was not allowed that because Patrick, I mean, Pat Riley, he ran that thing with an iron fist. So I believe he culture is very real. I think it's definitely real for sure. I just think it might be a little overstated in terms of how it correlates to winning. I don't I don't think, again, people talk about heat culture like they're a perennial championship kind of culture thing. They haven't won that many championships, quote unquote, heat culture. Now, in terms of, you know, the way they play, you know, being dogs on the court, physical, smart. I think Eric Spolstra has a system in place where they kind of optimize players, if that's part of the heat culture. Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question, Jalen? Yep. What's the Lakers culture with since LeBron James has joined? Since LeBron James has joined, the Lakers culture has been, well, they won a championship. I I, 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 no, no, no. I'm trying to figure it out. Hey, Mars. Hey, Mars. Hey, Mars. I got it. Hey, Mars. I got it. Hey, Mars. So, hold on. Hey, chill town. I need y'all to answer this question. It's very important. What is the Lakers culture? Since LeBron James joined, the day he joined the Lakers, what is the Lakers' culture? Winning. It's always, it's always been winning. It's always. How's it winning though? If he's lost most of the time. Wait, wait, has it always been winning? What was since? No, I didn't ask you that. I asked you. He said on the Lakers. He said on the Lakers. I said on the Lakers. Culture five years before. I didn't ask you that. Easy, Jalen. You're moving the goalposts right now. He's moving the goalposts. He is DOA, LeBron. He is DOA. I asked you because you just said all that shit about the Heat culture. But the Heat had one championship with D-Wade before LeBron came. So I'm asking you, LeBron James played with the Lakers for how many years now, J- Jalen? Seventh year? Right. Year. So <laughs> what has the Lakers culture been since LeBron James joined the Lakers? Winning. 
How is it winning? And he's lost. Hold on. Hey, hold on. Let's go down. Let's go down the line, uh, Mars. Year one, what happened, Mars? Missed the playoffs. Year two, they win. Year two, they win in the bubble, right? They get AD and win in the bubble. What happens year three, Mars? What happened in year four, Mars? Hold on, what happened in year four, Mars? Hold on, Mars, what happened in year four, Mars? Missed the playoffs. What happened in year five, Mars? Lost in the conference finals. Thank you. So what is the Lakers culture since LeBron James joined? Again, making the conference finals. Okay, so now let me ask you this question. Hold on. Let me ask you this question. Hold on. Let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. Hold on, hold on, Jalen. Hold on, Jalen. Hold on, Ron. Ron, hold on. It goes deep in this. Hey, Jalen, what was the... What was the Cavs culture when LeBron James played for the Cavs? Uh, it was a losing culture. I, no, no, I, I, no I, I said no. I said when he played for the Cavs. I ain't say before. I said when he was playing for the Cavs. I'm adding all they, the they, years they, he played they, for the Cavs. They, 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 didn't, they didn't have a culture before. Wait, no, no, I'm asking you. No, no. So when he and when he was there, it became a winning culture. Every, no, but how was it winning culture? And he only won one championship. And how many years he played for Cleveland all together? Eleven years. Fifty win team. Perennial okay, so he went. No, I asked you that. Eleven years. Jimmy Jack. I asked you that. Sick it, sick The questions that you ask uh, that you're chill. asking. Uh, no, 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 no. It's not you, chill. I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you, bro. He just said, "Listen, when you went out, you missed what he said, dog. He said the Miami Heat don't have no culture, bro." So I'm that's asking you. That is not true. He just said. He just said. What he just said. What did Miami do? He said. What did Miami do? They ain't won nothing. I said they won one chip with D Wade for LeBron came. So then I asked him, what was the Cavs culture in all the years LeBron James played for Cleveland? Because he won one chip. What's the culture? Perennial fifty. I was a winning, and he only won one chip. Because you, you still have to win games to make the playoffs and make okay. Runs. So, did the Miami Heat hold on? Hold on, wait. Did the Miami Heat win games when they went to two NBA finals, three conference finals, and won a yes. championship without I, LeBron? I, James? I, I said the Heat culture is overstated because people act like they're winning. Three, so, then LeBron's culture is overstated in the Cavs and the Lakers, there, right? With LeBron's, LeBron's yeah, LeBron's only won one ring with both those franchises, so you'd have to say that's sure. overstated. Too, I, I'd right? say it's, it's like it's, a, it's not a championship culture; it's a winning culture. Well, well, yeah. But you'd have to say you'd have to say you'd have to say it's overstated by the same logic. That's thank you. I mean, no, no one, I, I don't think anybody has a championship culture. You're not winning championships every single year. No, no, Jalen, Jalen, you'd have to say it's overstated by the same logic. Thank you. By the same logic, you would have to say that LeBron's tenure in the culture of winning is overstated. LeBron's right. culture of winning is not overstated because he consistently makes the finals. He consistently wins 50 games. He did that. Teams not so did he did that without LeBron. No, they didn't, Ticket. No, they did not. They just made the finals two out of the last four years. That part is true. Yes, that is Yeah, true. I'll say that. They made the conference finals three out of the last four years. So then, then, and then they made the finals, and then, then they won the chip before he came. So I've been to three the NBA finals without LeBron James. And look, that's great, hundred percent. There's still a winning culture there. I'm just saying the way the Miami Heat culture is talked about, you would think they won the same amount as like the sixty Celtics or the fifty Celtics, whatever, whatever it is. You the fifty. Celtics. No, that's why I asked Chill Town. What is the Heat culture? That's why I asked Chill. What is mind, Chill? What's the, the Heat culture? The Heat culture is hard work, determination, winning, tough nosed professional organization. That's who they are. Developing players, getting better. Competing, that's who the Miami Heat are. That's what they stand on. That's their hard hat. That's what they're about. It's so and it's so it's different levels. I agree with Chilltown what he just said. So the basically the levels that the that the Celtics culture and at the Lakers culture is on a different level than all the other franchises in the NBA, right? Chill? That's correct. There, there's okay, a difference. So, there's, there's, there's hold, a, hold on, hold on. So 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 Jalen, all we're saying is 
is when you when you we, ain't nobody coming here acting like the Heat culture was them winning championships every year. Nobody said that. That's why I asked y'all, what is the Heat culture? Chilltown just told you. The Heat culture, it got defined by LeBron James, by Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh when they won those multiple championships they won with the Miami Heat. But when you try to dumb down the Heat culture and say, oh, well, uh, that was d dumbed down. But then you say LeBron's wasn't because it was about winning when he only won one championship in 10 years in Cleveland. He only won one championship in seven years with the Lakers. Mm -hmm. What What are you saying? You ain't really saying nothing because the Heat did the same thing. I, so, I come on, bro. Just tell the truth. That's all. Tell the truth. It don't hurt to tell the truth. That's all. Yo, fellas. We can move on. Yeah, it's it, it's about that time. It's about that time. Yeah, I but all right, yo, J Rock, we ain't had you up here in a minute, my dog. How you doing, yes, sir? I'm living good, man. I can't complain. I'm glad to be up here. Okay, okay. So, uh, it's it's been a lot that's happened in this first, you know, week or two of the season. What's your take on everything? How you feeling? What's what what's what's glaring to you that's happened so far? Um. I mean, I know this might be early to stay, but you know, you gotta you gotta overreact a little bit to the first two weeks. Um, this rookie class might go down as one of those classes, and I mean, like up there with 03, you know, that type of level of class, like Kobe's class. Like it's looking like one of those classes to me. And obviously, we gotta wait for the season to continue to progress. But I can name about ten guys I've seen that are real pros that are not named that are not just the names of, like, Wembyama, Chet Holmgren. I mean, Asar Thompson looks like he's going to be an all-defensive player in his rookie year. Um, it looks like Jordan Hawkins with the Pelicans is going to be one of the best shooters in basketball. Um, I mean, Victor Wembyama is a legitimate freak show. Um, and I just want to say, <laughs> I think this could be the first time since – since Grant Hill and Jason Kidd, and I think Dave Cohen's and, jo and Jeff Petre, um, I think we might have co-rookie of the years. I think Chet Holmgren and Victor Wembanyama will both put together compelling cases to not only co to, to co for rookie of the year. And I'm gonna be honest, hey, for the Charlotte Hornet fans out there who ruled Brandon Miller on on draft day, oh man, did you swing and actually hit a home run? Because, I mean, Brandon Miller is also going to have something to say in in terms of, you know, he's I think he's leading rookies in scoring at the moment. I mean, he's 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 good. So, I mean, he's going to be somebody we look we're going to have to look to. And um, and no, I see somebody in here saying Brooklyn. No, it ain't. No, it it's when we get that close, man. Because it's like chat. No, 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 no. It's close. 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 Chet's playing defense. Chet's Chet playing defense. He playing like Wendy. Yes, he is. Yeah, man. No, no. I'm fine with you saying Wendy's the best in the 2023 draft. Wendy just had five blocks the other day. Wendy just had five blocks. And Chet's averaging like two blocks himself. That was like a semi-mile block. And Chet had a game where he had seven blocks in the game. He broke the record. Nah, I'll give you the 2023 draft class. Wendy's got it. Nah, Chet. Nah, I understand. I understand. I understand that it's really close. And I think Wendy is more likely to out. I think Wendy is more likely to out outright win. But I mean. Victor is 19, 8 and 1, 46 percent from the field. And Chet is 17, 8 and 2, and 55 percent on the field with a team that gets dominated the ball by SGA and company. So, you know, it, I think it'll be close. I mean, I think it'll come down to 
It won't be close. I, I think it's, it's, a, it's a LeBron Carmelo situation where even I mean, even even if it's even if it's close, even if it's close, even if it's close, Y'all can y'all literally looking at chat. And looking at women and talking about it's close. Man, nigga, that shit ain't close, man. Yeah, what the only thing that ain't close grandfather is you clearly have watched this shit. Why is Wemby far and away better? Right. What are you looking at? No, no, because hold on, hold on, hold on. At least Chet doesn't have an old C now washed up ass coach. Like Greg Popovich holding okay, back. No, 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 no. Ticket, I ain't asking that. The argument for Wemby is that no. arguably the greatest coach of all time is C now. Mm. Right. He is the man. I don't even think. Hey, I don't even think <laughs> Greg Popovich can see his. Now I ain't gonna say that. Go ahead. Okay, but Ticket, you understand? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, 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 hold What's the difference between Chet and 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 Wimby? What's the difference? Yeah, Wimby way better. And, and how is he? How how is he? How is he way better? Hold on, hold on. You can hold on. You can see it. The problem is, is like I said. If old C now ask Greg Popovich, that's not what I'm asking you. Ticket, you're you're going. Uh uh. You're not telling me what I'm asking. You're not giving me an answer for what I'm asking you. You're looking at Chet. You're looking at Wimby. What does what does Wimby do better than Chet to just? Tell you that this dude is better than him. What does Everything. he do? Forget. He's a better, he's a way better offensive player, in my opinion. He's a uh he's to me, I think he's better defensively to me, in my opinion. I think he's better defensively than Chad. Based on what, ticket? Based on what? Based off his movement, based off his ability to recover, based off his ability to defend and alter shots on the perimeter and in Shin I, 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 I might argue Chad moves his feet a little Chet bit gets, better. Chad right gets now. no 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 Chad gets I think that's a better shooter. Chad gets blocks at the rim. Wimby blocking shit on the three point line, man. Get out of here, bro. Who's who shoots the boo No, I mean, hold on. Once again. Old and see now, not putting his player in the in the right positions, versus the OKC Thunder having a young, fertile coach who's doing his job. Right. So you tell who you want. You want old yeah, C. Okay, okay. You want old C now Greg Popovich who can't see in his left eye, or you want the new is Greg young, is okay. Is Greg Popovich making Wemby shoot 76% from the free throw line? Yeah, because he ain't put him in the right position. I'm saying because if, if the positions that he put this, this boy in, if he put him in better positions on the court, to me, his confidence would be better. His shot selection would be better. Popovich got this dude running around the three-point line. That's it. Put this dude in the post. Make Let this dude operate in the areas where he's showing he's been most successful. Wimby... Post up, fade away, uh, post game, face up game is real. Popovich got this dude running on the three point line when he need to be in the mid post going to work. No, I agree a, a majority of his plays need to be in the mid post, catching, face up, pull up J, back down, fade away, or pump fake. I'm taking you to the cup, whether it's on the block, jump hook, spin baseline, all of this. That's what he needs to do. And Popovich got him running on the three point line all game long. I'm watching him, bro. He just stand on the three-point line. It ain't no real offense flowing through him. Ain't no real place for him. And then in the fourth quarter, sometimes he'll snap into it and say, okay, let's run some plays for Wimby. Then they'll get down pick action where he'll get cross screens on the on the on the low block where he'll come over and catch on the opposite block and go to work. Come on, bro. You should be seeing that all game long. 
he wasn't coaching Tim Duncan like that. When Tim Duncan came in the league, look how he was playing Tim Duncan to run an offense. Duncan, Tim, Tim Duncan. Duncan and Wemby Yama were not. not You're not hearing me, though. I'm saying, no, I'm saying the coaching was – hold on, listen. I'm saying the coaching was there. Me and Chilton have already agreed on this. We under, we felt like Greg Popovich has not been coaching to put this dude in the right positions. We watch games where he just stayed on the three point line. That's not no, coaching. I do, I, no, I do think he settled. I do think there there there's some time where I wish he was closer to the basket. I don't think he always needs to settle for a jump shot. I could agree with that. No, but I'm saying he's doing it every time he's got him on the perimeter on the three point line. Every possession he's also, outside of the play. But it's also kind of freakish for him too because I mean you can lob dunk him once he steps on the free throw line. Like, They're not doing it though. The They're throw not line. running those plays. They're not putting him in a lot of pick and roll action. Are they chill town? No. They're not putting him in a lot of pick and pop action. No. They literally got him standing on the on the three point wing. I'm not lying, bro. I'm not making this up. I watch all the games. They literally have him stand on the wing on the three point line. They so don't have him in real. They, or they put him in a horns action, and then he won't even set the pick. They just throw him the ball at the top of the key. Can we get? Wait, can I ask you a question, ticket? So you really think there's no like, there's no possibility that Chet Holmgren can make a case for being potentially co rookie of the year? No. Can you, piss in coke, can you piss in a coke bottle? Not if it's not 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 if it's close. Of course. Yeah. yeah won't be co rookie of the year because it's that close. <laughs> when we win it based on the narrative. Yeah. yeah. Not not. But if I it's do close, believe I do close. believe tickets watched every game the Spurs have played. I do. Yeah. yeah no, I agree with the Spurs. And I think him doing that has led to him not watching a single game. Mars, I'm not. He's not watching. I don't think he's watched OKC play one second. I'm saying no, Mars. I'm saying I have watched OKC. Mars. I'm saying this. I watched Chat when he was getting his ass rolled, balled up, and rolled somewhere, falling all down on his feet, looking like a damn fool when he got crossed up by Andre Drummond. I watched those games. I'm gonna say this. Right, bro. My whole point to y'all is, y'all act like Eric, we all sitting here acting like with Wimby's talent, Popovich. If you can sit in here and legitimately think that Pop has put him in the best position to be successful, you're a liar. He hasn't. He has literally let the kid run on the three point line eighty percent of the time this season. Look at all of the threes Wimby has jacked up that he didn't even need to shoot. When you got a guy that size and that skill on the block in the post, most of his play action should be in the post. They should no, be getting a lot of pick and roll with this guy. They should hold on. It should be heavy pick and rolls with Wemby. His game and Popovich to not reel him in. Wemby's game is at the three point line. If you know what I'm saying, creation. Hold on. I'm saying, but get creation to get him to receive the ball. That ain't no well, creation. You can't set a screen. So what you want him to do? You want no, him to come I'm saying, no, no, I'm saying that whether he's going to set a pick down and then getting picked back for or something to get him open, he's literally just running down and running to the wing and standing there. No, and watching and and and, and to sure. take it for more awful actions when be open looks, sure. But Wemby himself needs to set better screens himself. He sets a screen, he doesn't roll to the rim, he's popping out for threes. That's right. what he's doing. And, and, and that's he's his game, and, and, and that's his game, Mazik. And and to Ticket's point, he thinks, and I think the same thing, that, that he needs to be taught that. Not only does he need to be taught to pick and dive, he also needs to be put in that situation to do that. And that's where Pop is failing at this point. And I think that's largely due to Pop not really knowing what he has with Wimby. Plus, him having Wimby and playing him in the position that he's playing him, he's not really utilizing Wimby as much as he should. He ain't turning him loose like he should, Mars. He is not turning him loose like he should. That dude should you know, be leading the you know, team. You know, he's, not, he's not turning them loose like he when should. You got a Mars. team like that, Mars. He's supposed to be getting twenty shots every night on a team like the Spurs. As bad as the Spurs are, you got first of all, you got Jeremy Shohan running the point guard. That's mistake number one for Popovich. Yeah, That's no, when no. you know he old and see now. <laughs> secondly, secondly, is that, a, Mars, is that a problem, Mars? Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. Secondly, Mars. <laughs> secondly, Mars. Notice how much they feed him in the fourth quarter when they need him to play captain Saberho during games. Now they'll feed him 
call plays for him, run actual sets for him. Where are those sets in the first three quarters of the game? You got him lost. You got him looking lost out here. You're putting him far away from the basket. Now, listen, as a coach, if you want a player to be closer to the basket, it ain't hard for you to get him closer to the basket. Call a different play. I mean, but don't, don't you think know Wemby's 13th in the league in usage right now? 13th? No, I did not. Yes. Know that. He, actually, he actually should be higher than that, Moss, to be honest with you. Yeah. 13th? I, I know thir- I, I, I know 13th is high, but they don't you he he should be he's actually he should be in the top 10, no question. He's had games where he ain't even taking 11 shots, bro. The Phoenix, so that, the, that's, that's, the, that's, the Phoenix game is a prime example when they when Pop realized when we got into the meat and potatoes of the game, I need to start going to him more. I'm thinking to myself, you should be doing that throughout the game. Like nobody bro. should shoot the basketball. We in transition, the only we in half court, nobody shouldn't shoot the ball till he touch it. He should he, he should not go two, three trips where he doesn't touch the ball. Chill, I, 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 I agree with you. I agree with you. But also, he's playing with two other 20-point-per-game scores. Well, they, 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 they ain't did nothing for you, though. They ain't did nothing for you. Now, yeah, maybe he might get a lot more shots because Devin Vassell is out yeah. for who knows how long. And I think Kelvin Johnson. Oh, he's out. Oh yeah. my goodness! And I think yeah, that's, hey, that's great news for me. That's great news for me. Yeah, now Wemby probably will get a lot more shots. He I was gonna say that twenty-five will. might be looking. Yeah, a little yeah, that twenty. Yeah, that's twenty. But that's I ain't gonna lie. Now with with those guys being out, that twenty-five look a lot more feasible for him. Yeah, yeah. We're saying Wemby needs more usage when he's thirteenth in the league. No, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie, Mars. I hate to. I hate to admit it, but I agree. I know thirteenth usage is high. But bro, I ain't coming down the floor on any set where he's not touching the back. Why y'all hate to agree with me when I write, nigga? Don't say you hate no, to I'm agree. I'm not hating. No, I'm not hating to agree. I'm saying 13. I'm I'm conceding that 13th is a high usage. He should be at in least the in the top 10 months. I'm saying I hate to admit it that even though that is already high, it should be even higher than that. Because that's already, I mean, 13th in the league. I mean, that's already. So I'm just like I think, it and, and, and we, I think it should be top five. And we got you know, a, and, and we got and, and we got according to the masses, we got a generational talent here. So because we have a generational talent, what was the usage rate on James when he showed up? Right. What's mm-hmm. the usage rate on Shaq when he showed up? And What's the usage rate and on I, Jabal? I mean, I could right. keep going. What's the usage rate on Magic? We're talking about a generational talent. We ain't just talking about an awesome rookie here. We're talking about a dude who's going to change the NBA. Should be using them more, one hundred percent. I just think you guys are. Think his offensive game is a lot better than I do. No, I don't, Moss. No, I don't. Uh, but no, it's not even about that. But, it's not even about that. It's about that he is I, still the best. I'm player. not about to make a hot take for the sake not. I just think you guys think his offensive game is better. It's not hot take, Mars. It's just that he's basically shooting a lot. Because no, I genuinely believe Devin Vassell is better on offense than Wemby is. I don't. That's a fake quote. That's why I just even, don't agree. Let's just let Mars. Let's just say for the sake of argument that that's true. Like let's just say Vassell is better than him right now offensively. That doesn't negate the fact that this dude offensively needs to be more involved in the O. He I needs agree. to be more involved. Few, in. I think there's a I'm lot not, of plays. I think there's a lot of plays where he's not involved and he's not really doing much. Right. But I think that's because, and I do think that's because we're watching him a lot with a lot, not with scrutiny, right? But respectfully to a, not just you guys, a lot of people in chat. The only reason you guys are watching the Spurs is because of Wemby. A lot. That's of it. true. That's that's it. That's so you guys are watching yeah, the Spurs and you're just watching Wemby, and you're like, that's why is he not getting the ball? That's if fact. you guys watch a lot of these teams, they're not giving the same guy the ball every single play. Some plays you just get, you get off. You might get. No, but we're saying that's a basketball player. But when you tank to get a generational talent like Wemby, when you tank your whole season, trade away DeJounte Murray and all these other pieces just to get this guy, damn it, you got to use him when he come in, bro. Like, I'm feeding you. Like, Popovich did a whole lot to make sure he put himself in position to get this kid. So by you doing that, let's see what you got. 
I'm calling plays for you. And I want to see if you can do this to see if you're the goods for real early on. I'm not going to leave you out there without a life jacket. He's got him out there on the three-point line, and this kid settles for threes because he's just because he's out there. But when you put him, notice when you put him in the post, he's going to work. When you put Wimby in the mid post, he's going he facing up, jab step, he's going to work. Pull up Jay, back down, fade away. But if you just let him hang on the three-point line, he's going to jack up threes on it. That is coaching too. That's no, why I told you OC now as Greg Popovich. You can't see his Jimmy Jammy. You need to get yourself together. Now, Mars, now Mars, I can appreciate the logic that he's new. And to be honest with yeah. you, Wimby has a lot of flaws in his game offensively. He does not know how to set picks and dive to specific spots in the post. He does not know how to pick and pop at this level just yet. He does not know in transition where he should be. But with that being said, I don't know what that was. But with that being said, there are aspects of his game that you just can't teach. You can't teach 7-4 ridiculous athletes. So you know what I got to do with that? I got to utilize him in transition. What I got to do is I got to take money to get him the ball in transition. He's running the, floor, running the floor, and Jeremy Swann's taking layups on two people. That makes me nuts Close when my I mind. watch I'm that. With it makes me nuts. Wemby should have, like, four more points a game. just so Easily. That, that, that's, basketball one. that's basketball one-on-one. When the big fella's running the floor, give him the basketball. Do not, do, do not deviate from that. But with that, with that being said, the other stuff, we could teach him that. And we can teach him that as we go. He doesn't have David Robinson like Tim Duncan had, where, you know, I do have a little bit of grace period and I have a little bit of a cushion where I can lean on somebody. We're garbage. We're not very good. So we got to have this guy on the floor. And whatever he doesn't know how to do, we'll figure that out as we go. But we got to use him. In terms of Webby in the post, do you just think maybe he doesn't like banging down low? No, I don't think that's a problem at all. Can I just Yeah, true. But no, I, just saying, offensively, I, I don't want to touch the ball on every possession. You know, I'm I don't want to turn him into a box player either. Giannis score, doesn't yeah. even touch the ball on every possession. On the no, box. I yeah, 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 because Giannis don't have a damn. He don't got mix it up. No, all I'm saying is I think Wemby Yama creates so much attention that you can use the even that to your benefit, you know, just because he commands so much attention because you really can't do nothing with him. That's what I'm saying. I'm not expecting. I'm not. I'm not expecting him to score. And I like Giannis. You know, don't get me wrong. Giannis is top two in the world to me. But you know, but what 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 I'm saying. I understand what you mean about Giannis doesn't touch the ball every every trip. I can appreciate that logic. We don't go three four trips where Giannis doesn't touch the ball. That doesn't happen. That does not happen. And 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 if that and if that happens and if that happens, what happens to the Milwaukee offense? We get a time. I agree. Out. I agree. I'm just saying it happens in but like and it shouldn't, I think I think it, it, it's it, more noticeable with the Spurs it. because people are watching the Spurs just to watch Wemby. Right. So, do I blame people for doing that? Not really. The Spurs won like 22 games last year. People and, are watching them for Wemby, so they want to see him get the ball damn near every play. But the superstars don't even get the ball every play. I've seen LeBron right. go three or four plays without touching the ball. Right. Steph Curry, Yanis, right. Damian Lillard. I've seen mm-hmm. it all the time. It happens. And it is what it is because teams just will sometimes the role players want to get in their bag. Right. Sometimes, in my opinion, the better offensive player will run a pick and roll and take a pull-up jump shot. Yep. It happens. It is what it is. Now, in transition, get Wemby the ball. In the half court, if he learns to set a screen and he's rolling to the rim, get Wemby the ball. If he has a mismatch in the post, get Wemby the ball. I agree. I think you need to develop this generational talent 
Although I'm more on the side of the reason he's so generational is more because of his defense than his offense. But that's another that's another conversation to be had. But right now, I think he's not good enough offensively to just if, if the Spurs are trying to win, which I don't know. Maybe they're trying to win, maybe they're not. If the Spurs are trying to win, I don't think Wemby's good enough offensively right now to that's cat wash. You know, you, you guys are saying he should be getting read that super Man. chat right there. Look at those usage rates from the rookie year. No, he brought that. You know why he brought that up? Because Marquavian Black. Let me tell you. Let me tell you about this dude, right? <laughs> let, 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 me, let me tell you about this dude, Ticket. He, he's the dude that's sitting at your dinner table, smiling at you. But he's also the one that's in the bathroom telling the dude when you go to the bathroom that yo, we about to choke this dude out. That's who he is. He's that exact same dude. Like he'll get on here. He only he only brought up LeBron Timmy and because I brought that up. If I would have said Jordan and and Matt, he would have put that up there too. So he's that he's the exact same dude that everything that I say, he has to prove me wrong. Everything that I say, he has to prove me wrong. But you know is what? he proving you wrong right here, Chill? So obviously he is because Wimby is at 13, and I'm remembering LeBron James as a rookie, being a primary ball handler and handling the basketball and doing everything possible for the Cleveland Cavaliers at that point. Tim Duncan averaging 21 points. The fact that he had a he, he was 27th in the league in usage rate, even though he was on an all-league defensive team. They were using him plenty. It wasn't like he was he was being used sparingly. That's not what happened there. That is not well, what I, happened. I do oh. think it's interesting. Wemby's usage rate is probably higher than a lot of rookies ever. Now, right. it is only seven games. It might go up. It might go down. I'm liable to believe it's going to go up. No, James B, I hate you. Now. That's who I hate. <laughs> but, I, but I do Damn, think also in a, in a game with less Damn, possessions, like the head ass early 2000s. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ron. I apologize. Hey, don't apologize to me. Apologize to James. I'm sorry. I apologize. Because, like, yo, these what these dudes they do, they come in here the whole time. They talk about me, they insult me, but when I give it back, I'm I'm emotional and I'm a hater and all of that. These dudes, man. Man, could be these dudes, all of these dudes. Yeah, every last one of them. I'll chat, sure. But back to these dudes. If 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 three out of every ten Spurs possessions are ending right. with whatever Wemby does, whether he draws a foul, he gets short, he commits a turn, and whatever. Three out of every ten possessions are ending with Wembenyama. Right. That's not included in the plays where he gets an assist or where he's involved in the play as a screener and he rolls and he passes and then they swing corner three. Just the plays that end with Wemby. Three out of every ten. Right. How many more do we want? Let's say how many? How much? Well, 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 what kind? The NBA record is usage rate is like four out of ten. So. Mm. How many so more plays so they, where, so they obviously the using them plenty. Right. They're obviously using them plenty. Obviously, they are. That's my point. I think it's more noticeable because we're watching Wemby and we're yeah. seeing the seven possessions that don't right. end with him and only three that do. And we're like, well, nine need to end with him. But realistically, in the NBA, the landscape of the NBA, three out of ten is a lot of possessions to end with one person. That means among the other four people on the court, they're sharing seven out of ten between four people. Three of them are going to him by himself. That's a lot of plays to end with one person, as especially as a rookie. A rookie being that high in usage, mm -hmm. that's a lot. So I don't. I think we're. I think we're. Someone said I want five out of ten minimum. Fifty percent usage would break the NBA record by ten percent. That's nuts, right? You want to break the record, but as a rookie, oh, what was, hey, what, 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 what was Luca's usage in rookie year? That's was a good question. Higher than everybody. Luca. Lucas, let me look. Yeah, I'll look at Lucas. I know his had to be high. His had to be higher than damn near everybody. Let's see. Yeah. Anyone? Anyone want to table any guesses for what Lucas was? Maybe top twenty percent. Twenty percent. The exact same as Wemby's is right now. Oh, there you go. Okay. 
Luca yeah, had the true. exact same usage as Wemby did right now. I don't think anyone was complaining that Luca needs the ball more. Mm-hmm. So my point is, my point is, does Wemby should Wemby get the ball more in transition? Yes. Should mm-hmm. he get the ball in more optimal situations? Yes. But the people saying Wemby needs the ball five out of ten possessions, you want him to break the NBA records for usage rate as a rookie. That's just unrealistic. Now, if that's what you want, cool. But that's unrealistic. We have to talk about these. Nah, I'm saying, I'm saying, Mars. I'm not saying. I'm saying he should touch it every other time down. Like touch the ball. He sh- the ball should go through his hands in the offense. Like yeah, that's when, what I'm saying touching, too. When he's yeah, touching yeah, the yeah, rock, the team is better. Like instead of just having them standing outside of the play, it kind of makes the defense think more and know that hey man, this guy the ball is yeah. at least going to be in his hands on certain possessions. Because Wimby's not a selfish guy. He will get it. He will no, come. He off no, he is not. Like, he, he should never be standing in a. He should never ever 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 stand in the corner, just to be standing in the corner. Unless you got an ISO unless, where, yeah, unless you got an ISO there, where, like, let's say Vassell, let's say Vassell got it going, right? And he scored on the last two trips, and we want to get a clear out for him. Yeah. I, yeah. I, if, if we got something going like that, but when you go, like, like Mars, you just talked about Giannis going three, four straight trips when, when he doesn't touch the ball. That's not good for our offense, especially if we're not scoring. That's when you get a timeout, and we got to regroup. What's the problem? Big fella hadn't touched the ball. What's the problem? This guy isn't involved in the offense. We got to get back to we got to get back to what we were doing, and I feel like with I feel like with Wimby in that I feel like with Wimby in that offense, we shouldn't ever deviate from that unless somebody else got it going. Mm-hmm. Chill, you know who's you know who's used to way too high, a dude that Mars glorifies by the name of uh, Dylan Brooks. Now his usage needs to be taken down. He's playing well though. He huh? doesn't suck. Dillon must be playing well right now. He's shooting the he's ball. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You think he played well? I think what he just said about your king again. Damn. Look, he's playing well. I, I could care less. You know, you know, you know who he is, ticket. You, you, you know the dude that we got to talk to before we go out to the club because he's gonna get us in a fight. That's who he is. You know the dude that. Watch him come out here tonight and get like three points. He is playing well. I can't lie though. That part, that part, I'm not saying. You stand on that two there with him. You stand on. You stand on that ledge with him too. Right now, he's They won three games. Maybe ten games down the line, he's gonna start playing poorly. I don't oh, know. I'm like, okay, Dylan Brooks. I hope, I hope you stand. I hope no, you stand all well. that. I, I don't have to all season yeah, right long. Now he's playing well. Jacob, I'm on record. Right now he's playing well. I'm on record saying I think Dylan Brooks is a starter on a playoff team. I am. Yeah. However, you are the you at this uh, point. Wait, wait, wait. He plays for the Rockets. Even that. yo, D- I, I, Dylan Brooks is a starter on a playoff. He was a three and three, sir. We're three and three. Right. Hold on. 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 Hold is he a starter on the On the Cavs? Yes. Yes. Brooks is shooting 56. Yeah. That's yeah. starting on the Cavs ticket. You think that's going to last all year? Yeah, y'all do. You think that's going to hold on? You think that's going to last? Yo, fellas, 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 fellas. We got one mic. I need one person speaking at a time. Mike shoot 40% for three this year. Okay, now see, Joe. He wasn't a good player. wasn't a good player. He started in the match. I don't want to tell you. He started in the match. Man, y'all, y'all, hey, yo, hey, yo, y'all, hold on. If y'all think he can start for Cleveland, y'all own something. So he's starting in front of Max Truth. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Hey, Rob. 
Ain't yes. no way in hell, Ron. I'm putting him aside. Darius Garland and 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 Spidey Mitchell out there. He's yeah. he's the one they got to spot up mm-hmm. and shoot threes on the wing. Ain't no way in hell. But so you know, that's not happening right there. Crazy. Say what? What's I would still like rather have Max Cruz spreading the floor than, than him, even though he's struggling. Yeah, yeah, hold on, hold on. So let's hold on. Let, let me keep going real quick. He ain't a starter on the Lakers. He won't start for the Lakers. That's three. He can't start. He cannot start. He can't start on the Nuggets. That's four. Hold on, you think he start for the Lakers? Yes, he's starting on the Lakers. You think he would start for the Lakers, Ron? Dylan Brooks is a hundred percent better than Torian Prince. Y'all think he's better? Y'all think? Hold on, tell me, Tom. Y'all think Dylan Brooks is better than the boy with the dreads right now with the Lakers? Hey, take it and keep it a buck. Dylan and Bronny get down too. Hey, yo, stop this, man. Hey, Dylan, nice. Dylan and Bronny get. Hey, the whole <laughs> narrative is Dylan, uh, Dylan Brooks will change. Every like, year, he starts on the Bucks too. He starts over Malik Beasley. What? It'll be Jared. He starts over Malik Beasley. He starts on the Bucks too. Bro, he ain't no Bucks Mars. You know he ain't. Man, listen. You gotta get spread for him. Dylan Brooks is thirty-four percent from three. He started over Malik Beasley. I could see. He starts at the Sixers. Shout out to uh, shout out to um, one of the guys in the chat had mentioned it too. Like in certain situations, if if Dylan Brooks on the team, he'd be on the floor more than Austin Reeves. Man, y'all now, need to go. What back. I see, the only team, the only teams I know for a fact that start for is Boston and Denver. Everybody that on this that's listening to State the chat, all y'all need Yo, to go. Wait, wait, but wait, but he's playing good to start the year though. Take it like I can't believe I don't care what he's doing. Hold on, hold on. He doesn't talk for the team. His numbers are going to pan out to what they always are, which is trash. You you guys say you just need to start for the late. Hold on, y'all just sat up here and said he's better than Torian Prince. Man, I can man, no. I can't take it no more, bro. I can't take it. I can't take it no more, man. This is crazy. This is crazy, bro. He probably don't start for the Warriors either because he's not better. Yeah, I said the the Warriors, the Timberwolves, the Nuggets. He's starting in Atlanta. Actually, he's not starting for the Kings because he's not starting over King and Murray. He's starting in Atlanta. I mean, you can you can make a case. Oh, over, who over, over, over who in Atlanta? Over who in Atlanta? Over who? I mean, I like him over Harrison Barnes, but yeah, he's starting over Yeah, in Atlanta, he's starting over or Sadiq Bay, whichever one you, whichever one you. you like? Hold on, Mars. You say you like him over Harrison Barnes? I, I oh, apologize yeah. that I respect someone who's one of the best perimeter oh, defenders. Yo, can, I, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you my a question? Bad, my bad. Outside I respect him one of the best perimeter defenders in the game. I apologize. Outside of Giannis Embiid, are there any other centers y'all would take over Jalen Duran, Chet Holmgren, and Victor Wembiyama? Wembiyama? Wemby's not a center. Yeah. The boy from Sacramento. Sabonis? Sabonis, yeah, he ain't even bad in Sangoon. Would you take Would you take Sabonis over? Would you take Sabonis I, over Jalen Durant? I'm taking Sangoon over Jalen Durant. I'm taking yeah, over yeah, Jalen. Because yeah, Jalen Durant's mostly he's mostly rebounding the defense. I'm not gonna lie. Sang- I might take Jalen Durant over. Sangoon the only person that would do that is Damo, and Damo's over the upside. Because I like Jalen Durant's upside. The only person I take Jalen Durant over is Damo. And Donald is somewhere getting a full for one. I mean, one yeah, job. long term, I'm taking Jalen Durant. Like, right now, of, this is definitely a long term question. I'm not asking. Like, yeah, long term, I'm taking Jalen. Hey, Damo, order me a Krispy Kreme too. Damo, order me, order me some extra. Give, give me the um the jelly filled ones, the strawberry jelly filled donuts. Why you? Oh, oh, Bam Adebayo. Bam Adebayo. I'm disrespectful. Hey, uh, Damo, grab me a maple bar, bro. to Miami, too, by the way. Yeah, give me Bam. Give me Bam too. I'll take Bam over. And 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 Dylan Brooks is a starter in Miami too. Y'all seen one story that Sangoon was better than Sabonis? No, I just watched them play two nights ago. 
Yeah, look, I'm, Sengu, I'm really high on Sengu. Sengu is. They, they, look, said, they said they said Damo like that new special they the got going on. It's called the West White West Howard Special Donuts. They said they got cream. They said they cream field. They said Damo. They said Damo go crazy over there. Pick it. Yo, so where does Jenna Durant rank right now in terms of centers? And Sengu too. No, they're, they're not that high. Like what, right Se- now, Sangoon as well. Well, it depends how you top- view that high. He's not. They're not like he's top, top ten. I think Sangoon's top ten. I think a lot of these guys have a high upside. That's why I'm asking. I think Sangoon. Okay, so let, 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 you can say top ten. Let, okay, yeah, Porzingis. Yeah. He's better. Porzingis or Sangoon or Jalen. I think they're real close. I think it's. I'm edging Sangoon. Just pick. I got love for Sangoon. I got Sangoon. Okay. Um, you got Sangoon over Porzingis? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I really have Porzingis. And Bede's obvious. Brook Lopez. Nah, I'm taking Porzingis. From what I've been seeing from Porzingis, I'll take Porzingis. Sangoon over Brook Lopez. Okay. Um, Capella, I'm assuming you'll take Sangoon. Miles Turner. Sangoon. Sangoon. Wendell, Wendell Carter Jr. Sangoon. Sangoon. Jarrett Allen. Sangoon. Nicholas Claxton. Sangoon. Sangoon. Bam. 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 I'll take a Bam. Bam. Well, I'm not going to do Jalen Duran. That's kind of pointless. Jokic, obviously. Yeah. I'm taking Duran um, over Sengun, though. Yeah, I'll, I'll do I'll do Duran after. I'm taking Duran over Sengun. Yeah, I'll do Duran after. We're doing Sengun for Jalen. Kavon Looney, I'm assuming you'll take Sengun. Um, Rudy Gobert or Cat, whichever one. Or both. Sengun. Okay. Over Rudy? Uh, over Rudy. Yeah. I think Rudy's great. Sangoon offensively is, I think, maybe what? the Let, Let's finish. Let's go. Hey, I'm sorry, Mars. Go ahead, Mars. Keep going. Valentinus? Sangoon. Chat. Chat. This is obviously a buckets thing. This has nothing to do with anything on the other side of the floor. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Sangoon is respectable. Anthony Davis, yeah. Yusuf Nurkic is pretty obvious. DeAndre Ayton. Sangoon. DeMontis Sabonis. Sabonis. Walker Kessler. Sangoon. Giant Jackson. Sangoon. Yeah, you got him like top six. So Sengun. he's just very high on Sangoon. Okay. I, I, I yeah, he's just very high on Sangoon. I've always been really high on Sangoon. But I, I think I, I, most people would have disagreed with a lot of those names, which is why I think he's not probably top 10. But I think the center position, I think he's going to be top 10 sooner rather than later. But I'm still taking guys like Paul Zingas, Brooke Lopez, Miles Turner, really? maybe. Um, yeah, I definitely think you overrated him a little bit. The bonus. There's a lot of bigs I'm still taking over Sangoon right the, the question I was asking was more for a projection standpoint. Mm. Like, if you were going in the future with one of these centers, how many you really take? You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm, I'm not saying. taking many over Jalen Duran long term. Yeah, like, I'm talking about in a long term. Long term, that's different. Yeah, long term. Yeah, long term, give me Jokic and Bede. I'm still taking a couple years of Embiid and Anthony Davis. After that, Bam as well. After that, I'll probably go Jalen Duran because yeah. I think long term he's just he's what he's, he's gonna be dominant. Yeah, he's a kid, bro. That's I'll what tell I'm saying. Right for, for the next for the next decade, give me Sangoon over Chet. Wemby, I got the upside. You are fired, you are getting fired. I'm not gonna lie. Oh my god! Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let let Jalen explain himself. Why? That might be the worst take I've ever heard. What are you seeing from Sangoon? Hold on, let's let him get this off, Jalen. I'm gonna this put you on the big screen. Hey, hey tell the whole world, bro. tell the whole world, what are you seeing from Sangoon that makes him essentially a franchise cornerstone? From from Sangoon, I've seen a little bit of baby Jokic. I, I just think he has no weaknesses on the offensive, oh on the offensive side of the ball. Terrible. I mean, the, the shoot, the shooting. I think the three point shooting maybe could be a little better. But other than that, I think as a passer, as a, as a point center, playmaker, scorer, he does it all. Defensively, he's not bad either. He's very kind of average. 
He's not somebody you can pick on. So I think he's fine there. But there's not a lot of centers who I think you could run no, the offense no. through. I was going to say, you can't run the offense. I mean, I don't think Yo, he's Chet is not Yo. the passer or playmaker Sangoon is. I don't think you can run an offense through Chet. You can run an offense through Sangoon. Like, you could run an offense. Obviously, not as good as Jokic, but like a Jokic, maybe a Sabonis, that type of deal. But Sangoon on that offensive end is different. And 10 years from now, what does he look like? 10 years from now, what does he look like? Shoot, perennial, a couple All-NBA teams, perennial All-Star. I think best player on best player on the Houston Rockets, without a doubt. I think he's giving you about like 22-8-8 type of deal. Maybe 24-8-8. He's not. Go ahead, J-Rob. You had a question? So I just want to know. I just want to know when that uh when that crack got up to, got up to Toronto. They they moving that they moving that diesel. They they moving that diesel up there. Yes, they are. Chatting. First of all, how many years has Sangoon been in the league now? What years is this? Third year. This is third year. This is third year. Improving every third year. They're like chat. I will say chat and Sangoon are like the same age though. They are like the same age. I understand that, but in one year of seeing Chat Holmgren, we already know. He's already gonna be one of the best bigs in the game. Now I like Sengu's potential. I'm I like that you want him to be baby Jokic. I know you see some of the qualities, but Jokic is still a one of a kind type of player. I don't I don't want to I don't want to get into that. Chet's actually that older bit. than Sengu. Mm. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Chet Holmgren. By a year? By a year, whatever. No, by, like, by like a couple months. But it's not about the age. But it's not about the age. Chet's a rookie. No, 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 it's not really about the age. 18, 7, and 8 already. But it's not about the age. For me, it's about you know the level of experience in the NBA. Chet just got here right now. I think he's already adjusted to the NBA game. I mean, to some, he's going to finish top two probably for rookie of the year. Chet Holmgren has, to me, shown more versatility in his game. He's going to be How right here. He's, he's going to show light. You because he's a way better. He's a, he's a way better defender. He's a way better defender from the from the rim from the rim from the rim, and that's a part of your versatility. That's why we have two way players in the league. You need to be able to defend and score the basketball. He's going to block shots. He's going to rim run. He's going to be able to perimeter defend better than Sangoon. I think he's going to have a better offensive game than Sangoon. No, so now you lost me. Now you lost me. Ain't no way Chuck's gonna have a better offense game than Sangoon. Chuck has a better Sangoon too. The only I thing Sangoon has a better has it can pass the ball better maybe. I think he's a but better post up score too. I think Chuck's better in the post. He's better. Yeah, he's better in the post. Sangoon's better in the post. Chuck's better. I don't know. Offensive rebound. I'll give him better offensive rebound. Maybe, maybe. I just, I just, I just don't, I just don't see a world where Chet Holmgren as he develops. And I'm gonna be honest. I know we don't measure this stuff, Mars. I know we don't like. This has nothing to do with the motor stuff, but I think he's way more of a dog than Sangoon. I think, I think uh, Chet Holmgren got like that, that it factor, bro. I'm gonna be real with you. Like you can see I, it in him. Everyone I disagrees like with Jalen right now. Everyone, ev- like oh, literally no. everyone. Oh, well. Chet, I don't know. I like Sangoon. I like Sangoon. I like Sangoon. Don't get me wrong. I think he's going to be one of the premier bigs in the league. But I think we're going to come into a world in the next few years, a few years or so. Where the best two bigs in basketball are going to be Chet Holmgren and Victor Wembanyama. That's going to be the top of the mountain right there. I I, I personally really Jaden should have just started the argument if he thinks Chet's going to get hurt. That would have made this so much easier. Yeah, that if, you're, pre- if you're predict if you're predict if you're predicting Chet's health, yeah, then I could get here. Yeah, then I could get. You just say, well, I don't know. If Chet's going to hold up, so give me Sangoon for ten. Years. I just think what I see. I guess, but if Jayden you're trying to say that Chet's healthy and Sangoon's better. I don't know. 
Look, and, other than like three point shooting, there's no weakness in Segu's offensive game, really. And even that, that's improving. Like he's gotten better. There's not many weak weaknesses in Chet. And he's gonna give you way more. He's gonna give you he's gonna give you way he's giving you way more on defense. Way more. I don't on think defense. I don't think Sang has weaknesses per se on offense, but that's definitely ways he can improve, which is obviously he's 21. For sure, yeah. I, I think as someone who I believe I've probably watched more Houston than this. No doubt. Not to but I like him. I do want to admit, I do like yeah. him. I, I don't want to I don't want to start yeah. hating on Sangoon because yeah, because I'm not hating it. on Sangoon. He's but I do think his passing ability his passing ability is great, but Jokic is insane. No, yeah, come of course, on, yeah. Bro. It's more it's more, so, it's more so bonus than Jokic. It's more yeah, so he's a one of Jokic. And I don't think you're running an offense through him more so than if the offense comes to him, he can make the right read. I don't think you're doing what you do with Jokic. And what's more and attainable? Doing, he's a screener, short roll. We can find guys and in the post. He can make the right decision. But I don't think you're running an offense. Can, I can you improve what you can? Can, can you improve what you can? Now, I, I think it's... I actual question. I don't think it would be great offense. I think it could work. I don't uh, think it'd be great. I don't think are going to destroy? Are y'all going to destroy a man Thompson? For what, being hurt? No, I'm just saying, do you think he's going to work? It's going to work out? Yeah, as a rookie, probably not offensive. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, do you think it's gonna work? Because it is gonna work. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I, I think with Ime Udoka, the def- the defender that he is, yeah, I do think he's a way, a long way to go offensively. Long, yeah, yeah, I, long, I, agree. Long, I mean, I think both, both of them are. Both of them are. They both yeah, but Asar's so good defensively right now. You can get you got, you got to play. A man is a lot more raw, and a man came in as the one who was projected to be much better on offense. So him struggling this badly is um, does hurt him, but I think what he does bring defensively in terms of a point of attack defender, switchable, um, is pretty he, smart. My question well. is: Are, are you going to are they going to make him the lead guard? And that's really my question because I think that's what it all comes down to. I flag like in just some of y'all games, like do he? And maybe I'm wrong. You know, correct me if I'm wrong. I just flag like in some situations he don't really always know what his role is supposed to be within their offense. Like is he, he a point guard? Is he the point guard? Is he supposed to slash and cut to the basket? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think with Asar, one of the reasons with the Pistons, he's been so dominant or been so has such a big uh, impact early is because his role is clear. I need you to go defend, defend the best perimeter player on the team every night. I need you to hustle, transition, shoot when you're wide open, and that, and then obviously his game will develop over time. But I think his him already knowing what he's supposed to do is helping him play a little bit freer than I think a man. I think a man, and I hate to bring up Scoop, but I think the two, the one thing that they have in common is I feel like they don't really know what to do on the basketball court sometimes. Like I don't think they their decision making is is yeah. is really instinctual yet. And I really <coughs> take a minute adjusting to the game, but you know I look at Jordan Hawkins over there with the Pelicans. Has anybody seen him shooting the basketball lately? That's just because with his role within the Pelicans. You're you have a flamethrower. You are allowed to shoot the basketball. I need you to defend at a high level with energy on defense. That allows young players to play free to start their t- careers as they gain some sort of you know level of you know confidence and more responsibilities. But you know, with a man, I feel like that you know that is something that you know they need to I think establish sooner rather than later because I feel like sometimes he looked like he is you know kind of like a chicken with his head cut off at times. That's what I it's think school looks like too. Sometimes, most of the, so far, it's hard to give a man the ball because when he's he hasn't played the last couple of games because he he's sprained hurt. his ankle. He sprained he's his hurt. ankle, but when he first came in, the issue with him is obviously we know he can't shoot. Everyone knows he can't shoot. Everyone knew he mm-hmm. couldn't shoot when he came in, but the issue with him is 
his handle isn't good enough to run pick and roll. Mm-hmm. And he can't get to the rim with any regularity. Right. So when you have him on the ball, he's not doing anything. So if he comes off a screen, he's just passing one pass away because he's not creating anything with anyone. Right. So then he ends up spotting up and you know he can't shoot. So then you're asking him to cut, but then he's cutting into his his defenders. Right, there. right, right. So what he needs is he needs someone else to be able to get downhill, create an advantage, force his defender to help, then he can cut. Mm-hmm. I saw a play, I, the last game he played, I can't remember who, who it was against. I can't remember my fault. There was a play, I think Fred Van Vliet got downhill, and then Thompson cut behind him. He got a, he got a dunk, strong side, I lead dunk. That, that's what he that's what he is right now. And in transition, you can give him the ball, he can, he can find guys in transition. That's mm-hmm. what he can do. But in the yeah. half court right now, offensively, kind of like I predicted, he's useless. Respectfully, he's useless. He, he yeah, can't yeah, do yeah. anything. He yeah. can't do anything in the half court on offense. And I, I knew that was what it was going to be coming in. I mm. thought he'd be able to play himself on the court more because of his defense, similar to like what Asar's doing. Yeah. But Fred Van Vliet has looked pretty good on defense himself. And now we've got Aaron Holiday coming in. He's he's competing on defense. Yeah. So I think right now he's probably going to go down to the G League. If I had to guess when he comes back from his injury, we just sent Cam Whitmore down. I think he's right. probably going to join him, join him in the G League just to get him more reps because offensively, mm-hmm. like 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 I said before the draft, Asar Thompson was more NBA ready. So he's I agree ready with to that too. Contribute right now. I agree with but that. But Amen Thompson's ceiling, I think, is higher. You just mm-hmm. have to give him the time to develop and get to that ceiling because right but now the, he's much worse. Than well, I think Asar, if given if Asar, because I want to ask Chill Town a question too. I think Asar, given if he continues to develop a three pointer. And obviously, I think the handle like this is this is all pending on you know they are developing their games over the year. They don't they both show a high level of work ethic, so I think it'll happen. But it reminds me of Asar kind of reminds me of like Andrew Wiggins a bit with like a higher with a higher upside because I think he's more athletic. I think he's a better defender. He just doesn't have as polished of an offensive game as Andrew Wiggins did at this point in his career. So that's where like the disconnect may be. Um, but I like actually, I actually like Asar's upside more than I like Amen's coming out. Mm. I think I talked about this up here earlier in the summer. But chill. My question to you is: Do you think for young players, the NBA's pick and roll is harder to adjust compared to the one you run maybe in like high school and college, and that affects like young guards? Well, it is harder to run because guys shoot further out, so that's mm-hmm. one of the biggest problems. You in in college and in high school, you can hedge, you can chase guys off pick and rolls, mm-hmm. and you could get back to your man because point guards aren't as athletic in high school or college. They don't shoot the basketball as far as further out. They don't know how to split pick and rolls and double teams like like they do on the next level. So it is a little bit more difficult on that level. But I think it's also something if you're an athlete that I feel like you could learn it. Right. I feel like you could. I feel like you could learn it, and I feel like you could thrive at it. But it is more difficult on a pro level than it is in high school and college. Yeah. J. Rob, are you talking about offensively or defensively? Like I'm saying, like one of the reasons why I think like young guards specifically can't in the NBA, um, in the NBA today don't always adjust is because running they can't run the pick and they they have trouble running I think the pick and roll at at this stage of the game and I think the pick and roll is essential in the NBA to be able to you know help with scoring in the half court and so I'm saying like to me when I look at a Men Thompson and Scoot mm-hmm. Henderson. They're not good in the pick and roll, but their careers as point guards, they're going to have to be able to do learn the pick and roll in the NBA. And so what I'm asking Chill is like, you know, why is it so hard? Because, you know, they've been running pick and roll their whole from adolescence. So right. why? what makes it so much harder when you get into the league that it – it, it seems like they ain't done it before at times well, because the, they're the, so indecisive running it. The same idea with, with with you being a football player. When if if you're a cornerback, 
I mean, covering a dude in the Big East against University of South Florida is way different than covering, right. you know, St. Brown from yeah. the Detroit Lions. Them two dudes right. aren't the same. So if you run in a pick and roll with Damian Lillard going downhill as opposed to this dude from, I don't know, Colorado State or this right. dude that's in the uh, – in the overtime league in, in that league, those two guys aren't the same because he's right. he's one one. He's been in the pro game a lot longer. He knows how to read defenses. He knows how to split double teams. He knows how to stand behind screens and knock down the long ball. He knows how to manipulate the screen and roll. He knows how to do all of these things as opposed to in high school. They ain't really teaching that on that level because they right. don't know. It's not that it's not that they're not teaching that on that level because they know one. They're not. They don't know. Number two, they don't have the talent to teach. A guy pick and roll like they would uh Scoot Henderson with the right, with the Portland right. Trailblazers. Those right. two guys are completely different. I'm I'm not right. gonna be able to I'm not gonna be able to teach Scoot or I'm not gonna be able to teach this kid that's playing at I don't know uh Mount Verde the pick and roll like I would Chet because you know Mount Verde as good as Mount Verde high school as as good as Mount Verde is as a prep school, you know, you're not seeing Chet on the pick and roll, you're not seeing uh who am I thinking about? The big kids during. You're not seeing um, mm -hmm. DeAndre Ayton on a pick and roll in high school. You're not seeing those guys. So it's a little bit different on that level. One thing, though, about the pick and roll on the pro level is you also like, yes, the defense is obviously going to be better. Right. But you have more to work with for the most part in the NBA. You're going to have better shooting. Right. The floor is right. going to be more space. Not the game's more open. You you more than likely you got a better lob threat or somebody that right. you can you know dump it right. off to in the pick and roll. The the screener is more than likely going to be better, more athletic. So you do have more to work with, but it, it obviously can be more difficult because it's going to be more schemes thrown at you and stuff. No, like I understand that, but I'm just saying you have more. That's why I was really asking, and I think Ron kind of explained where I was really coming from in my mindset was just like, yo, you have so much more to work with that. Shouldn't it feel a little bit because I mean it's like when you see some guys who are better, way better NBA players than what we saw in college because of how much the game opened up for them. Right. So that's why I'm like, I was I'm just a little confused as to like why them two specifically, from what I've seen, like school was playing in the G League. Nobody taught them about the NBA pick and roll game. It's two things Nobody. though, J Rob. It's it's two things. First off, it is an adjustment in the speed of the game. They just gotta get more that. comfortable, they gotta run more pick and rolls, which they will. I but also, too, uh, it's the, the easiest way to negate a pick and roll for a point guard is to just to go under it. It's right. the easiest way to play pick and roll. Obviously, well, if you can shoot, it, obviously, if you can shoot, mm -hmm. then they're not going to go under it. If you right. can't if shoot you can and they just keep going under it, you have no advantage in the pick and roll. Right. Because right. we, we don't have to switch. As a point guard, I'm literally just backing off you, giving you the Russell Westbrook treatment. Right. So right. it's it, I, I can play you on the pick and roll if you're not a threat to come off and shoot. Yeah. His name is Skeet, man. Get it right. <laughs> Skeet. But I, 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 I will say with the, with the pick and roll thing, I think the difficulty. First of all, Skeet wasn't very good in the pick and roll in the G League either. But um, the thing with the pick and roll in the NBA, I think the difference is I'm calling him like that ticket. That's not his name. Yeah, like come on, man. <laughs> I'm calling him. It may be like high He's school. Died, it may be like high school and college. People use the pick and roll as like. They don't really run like a secondary or, th or tertiary action. The pick and roll right, is what they right. use to create most of their offense. So what they're used to, in my this was just my projection, especially with a yeah. Thompson. If you watched um, him in OTE, if he got a screen, he's using that. That's either getting downhill, he's hitting the roller, he's hitting a skip pass. That's right. what it is. But in the NBA, 
Most teams can defend a pick and roll. Unless it's a spread pick and roll, most teams can defend a pick and roll, whether that's a switch, going under, right. or whatever. Right. So the pick and roll is used to set up a secondary action, whether that be someone coming off a curl screen, someone coming off off the ball, or whether you turn that into a dribble handoff or a split cut, whatever the case may be. Use that to turn it into a second action. These guys, like a man yeah. and scoot, don't know the second action. So they, yeah. they can come off a screen, but if someone yeah. goes under the screen, they can't attack that space. Because Scoot Henderson's athleticism doesn't stand out in the NBA right now. Mm-mm. Compared to what it looked like in the G League and in high school, his athleticism doesn't stand out. So he Everybody can't attack. He can't attack someone going under. And on a switch, he's not a very good one-on-one player either. So he mm-hmm. can't really punish a switch. So what he's struggling with is making the secondary read. So then you see he just ends up passing the ball to the screener, and then they have to try find something else because Scoot Henderson yeah. hasn't created anything. Right. And then Thompson, similar fate. He can't. He's not. His handle isn't great, and he can't create any advantages. To actually make the secondary action beneficial right. so they're just kind of useless in the pick and roll right now scoot had this weakness last year in the g league i thought his athleticism was going to be able to make up for the fact that he could get out in 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 the nba right now doesn't look mm. like that i think he will right. make an adjustment at some point in his career i don't think he's just going to be terrible forever but he might be who knows but i think that's the problem they're seeming to have in the nba right now where they're using the M- they're using the pick and roll and that's the only action they really have and they don't have anything after that and that's where they're struggling offensively yeah so all right, fellas, I'm going to go ahead and dive into these super chats. Appreciate everybody who sent one through. Uh, all love for the chat, man. Appreciate y'all, everything y'all do for the show. Hey, y'all keep up the good work, and some of y'all keep up the bad work. But uh, MP13 sent through a super chat and said, as a Knicks fan, if LeBron came here, they if, if LeBron came here, they do with him what they do with every player they get, ruin him. Don't <laughs> Do not understand the terrorist of an owner that Dolan is. I, I've suffered through this. Respect James Dunn. It's very possible. Yeah, respect James Dunn. Uh, Zen Master said LeBron James built a dynasty. Never. Built he can never only built. win with never built never a dynasty. Never built a dynasty. That's LeBron a big word James to leave out. Never built a dynasty. He can only win with prefabricated, handcraft or hand carved super teams. How can it be prefabricated if he's the one making them? What is a su- what is a super team? A so I'm clear. Team if he's the one making them. What exactly is a super team? I, I'm, 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 I, I feel like I go Three over all-stars in their prime. Three all stars in their prime. So what if they don't fit together well. I just look at their super team. It's a bad super team. It's a bad super team. But that's what that's a super team fault. is. Yeah, that's right. their fault. So that's, that's, so that's what a super team is. So if that's true, the Detroit Pistons were a super team. Who? Chauncey Ripping Ben Wallace. Yeah, well, I'm talking about with three perennial all stars in prime. My bad. That's what. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Three perennial. There you go. Okay. Yeah, three perennial all stars. Ben, ben, ben Wallace in his prime was perennially an all star. I think. So, so yeah. now they want a super. They want a super team chill time because they didn't have a superstar. Uh, you know, like well, normally a super team is a team with three perennial all stars in their prime. They didn't. I have think. Two, I think to me, a super team is like two top ten caliber players plus an all star. In my opinion. Well, it, it varies. You can have that, or you can have a superstar and two two perennial all stars in their prime. But as long as they're in their prime, somewhere in their prime, it's considered a super team. I just so, want to know, I mean, what what in what world do we have a championship team with the best player on that team being the best defensive player in the league, not being a superstar? No, he is. No, I'm saying like Ben Wallace was the only perennial all-star over there, though. Chauncey wasn't Rip wasn't. Ben Wallace went to four all-star games, five all-star games. Right. Uh, but he he was the only perennial all-star. Rip, Rip went to three. Rip wasn't Rip what Rip really wasn't. Chauncey wasn't. I think Chauncey made a couple of all NBA teams. I think 
Yeah. Hey, Chauncey, how went, many all-star teams Chauncey made? One or two? I think he, I think he went to three. Uh, I made five. I thought he made five. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about with Detroit. I'm, I'm just. Thinking I, that's about right. Detroit. That's right. Hold on. Chauncey did go because they, they was in the yeah, Eastern Conference Finals six years in a row. I'm, I'm just thinking about with Detroit. And when I'm thinking about okay. them with Detroit, I'm thinking about them with Detroit. Well, he went to two in Denver, so three in Detroit. Two in right. Denver. That's what I'm talking about. Three. I, I'm just thinking about Detroit, and we're talking about a team that forty-five starters made the All-Star team in one year. Yeah. Are we talking about a crew today that 45 all 45 starters who just was well, in the was NBA more so, well, chill. That was more so yeah, because people didn't home. say that. People didn't say chill. You have a point, but people didn't say that because they were homegrown most of the part. As right. far as what I mean, hold on. What I mean is this: when I say homegrown, mm -hmm. I mean yeah, they weren't drafted from there, but they were all they were all groomed and built their games there. Into they yeah. didn't come there as as all stars. Right, they you know didn't jump on the crew. Right, they yeah, didn't they, 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 they added they added Rasheed Wallace. Uh, Rip Hamilton right. came years before. They had gotten right. Chauncey Billups. That 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 is Chauncey. They thought Chauncey's career was heading in the wrong direction when he came. He was he was he, before he got oh, to yeah, Minnesota. Chauncey he was supposed to be out of the league. Chauncey he was on his way out the league. league before he before right. he got Ben Wallace was too. Ben Wallace was too. Ben Wallace. No, no, no. That's not true about Ben Wallace. Ben Wallace was only getting PT and no, no, yes, no. Ben Washington, was, Washington yeah, was, a, was a glass cleaner in Washington. That's not true about Ben. Ben was a yes, glass was, cleaner. Yeah. Yeah. Ben Wallace was going to become what he became. Ben he was not on his way to becoming Ben Wallace. He was not. Let's be yes, honest. Ben Wallace, if you looked at him when he was with Orlando, Right. Look at that last year in Orlando. There's no way you're gonna tell me he's on his way out of the league. No, when his no. My point with Ben Wallace is he wasn't on his way to becoming what he became. He wasn't on his way to being. No, 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 he was. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He was. I, if I you don't look, agree. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm gonna agree. prove that wrong. He was the one that got the party started over there in Detroit. Ben Wallace was the one who changed everything. His his defensive presence changed the entire franchise and the entire mode of that franchise. He was a hard. They soul, went to being a defensive. No, no, because of him. No, because if you look before he went over there. Didn't they have Stackhouse and all those guys over there, uh, Chill Town, before Ben went over there? Detroit, yes. Right, yes. and Detroit, it was trash. Yes, ben went over there and on one side of the basketball changed the entire trajectory of an organization, a franchise, based off what he did. No, and I then, my and then ripping them, hey, hold on, it, hold on, hold on, hold on. And then ripping them came and embodied that. Because remember, Chauncey was on his way out. Rip mm -hmm. was with the Wizards. No, nah, he was this was, uh, after the Wizards, or before the Wizards, excuse me. Right. Rip, we don't know what the hell he was doing. He wasn't, he wasn't nobody that, that people was really – looking out for and then when you look at the rest of the team there was a bunch of cast I mean, offs, it was a bunch were. of cast offs right yes, so ben, if you look at that situation mars ben coming from uh orlando he came mm -hmm. in the grand hill trade if i'm not mistaken so he comes over there in the grand hill trade because i think grand hill was in detroit right yes he was mm -hmm. yeah so grand hill goes to orlando i think ben comes over there in free agency he did that. it was i thought they switched yeah. i thought grant yeah, went to yeah, orlando and ben went to um detroit it was in it was in free agency, free agency. He, he, he okay okay it, so yeah anyways they swapped somehow they swapped but ben right. goes over there right so if he's on his way out the league they're not going to sign him but if you look at his trajectory his rebounding numbers all those numbers were headed up in that direction because Black they shots, were all stars rebounds, that's why i said that all of that you know what i'm saying I agree he was improving. I, I don't mean Ben Wallace was on his way out the league because in Orlando he was, okay, he was okay. doing good. My point right. with Ben Wallace, I, maybe you guys disagree, but my point with Ben Wallace was if you look at him in his first three years in Washington and then yeah. Orlando, you could see there was an improvement. But if you would have told someone in 99, 
that he was going to be the four-time defensive player. No, 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 no
You fight that? Do you fight that? No, I I agree with you. I think you guys could be right. I just think I limited. You know how like, Jaylen, oh, overall, Jalen, I disagree with that statement, and I wish the NBA would go back to those type of guys. I think we need those type of guys on every team. We I actually think have we them. To get, we we, we oh. do have them. We just we, we the problem is that we just people don't really talk about them too much. You know how much I'm up here talking about guys like Bobby Porters, dirty work guys. Like who's, that? who's the top five right. dirty work guys in the league right now? Bobby Porters, Kayvon Bobby Porters, Nas Reed. Uh, I mean, the guy who's playing a big role in kind of that situation uh, is, Derek, is Derek Lively. Kayvon Looney, right? Kayvon Looney, right? Looney. Yeah. Come on, Steven Adams. 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 Yeah, no you could argue Herb Jones. Um, hey, you know, hey. I, I'm, I'm, ta- I'm talking about Herb Jones, Jaden McDaniels, Lou guys Dor- like that. Hey. Guys that don't. Lou, I, I, your, I, I, your, Lou, no, no, Lou Dort. Hey, hey, your man ticket, your man ticket Kelly Oubre. Yeah, but Lou, J- chill town. Lou Dort, bro, I love how he bring it on defense, how he play, bro. He, hey, he, 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 that dude competes, bro. I love Luke, yeah, the see, energy. The league, the league does have them. See, the league does have them. Yeah, but they don't. Like I said, guys like you, remember everything you said about Lou Dort? <laughs> yeah, offensively last season he was he, he, looked better. He, looked, he looked better this year. He started the season well. I'm see, I don't just lie. Last season offensively, criminal. This season he started well. We'll see if he can maintain. Mm-hmm. I think he should. But he was like sixteen last year, March. You're a fan of percentages. Go look at him. Huh? Go, go look at him. Go he look at him. Shot really poorly. He just shot go, really. Just poorly. go look at him. Yeah, but I'm saying Delon Brooks did, but y'all give him a pass. Ooh. No one was vouching for Dylan Brooks' offense last People year. People said Dylan Brooks belonged in China after last year. Yes, they did. <laughs> no, defensively, defensively, yes, they did. no one. Defensively, I never questioned Dylan Brooks. Offensively, I have the same problems with him as I have Mars, with What does Dylan Brooks do defensively? Because I think he's overrated, bro. I don't see what he does except for run his mouth. Nah, he can. He's a big body. He can stay in front of guys. Good defender. He, he gets around 100%. screens. Yes, he does. Great closeout. So, what do, you, so hold on. what do you think he's gonna? What do you think he's gonna do against LeBron tonight? He, he, he the, no, the same thing he, he did against him last year. Two points. What are we talking about? Two the, points and a twenty-point The, 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 the same thing he did last year. He's not gonna do it. Let's be honest. He's not gonna do it. AD, if AD don't play, LeBron can't handle. But you know what? AD said he's gonna. We win by forty. You know why? Mars. You know why I don't respect Dylan Brooks? He wouldn't say it. He wouldn't say it to LeBron's face before the game. When I saw the video of that playoff game, when LeBron walked right up to him and asked him what was up, man, that dude looked scared to death when he seen that man face to face, bro. Mm. So don't that's do a that. Lot of people. And, 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 and chill time, yeah, chill time. Chill time. This one took me off. Chill time. This one took me off. He did all that talking, and when they started getting the hell beat at him, that fool didn't even want the post game press conference no more. Now all of a sudden you talking again? Yeah, I'm, I'm on, not man. arguing. He's probably a fake tough guy. I'm not arguing. With him. I mean. If you're talking, y'all, but you better stand on it. And if you ain't gonna say it in person, don't say it at all. Right. If you ain't gonna uh, say it in person, someone's right. gonna say it at all. Yeah, right. I'm not. I'm not arguing the fake tough guyness, but I think he's a very good defender. I think he's a great defender. Yes. Yo, Stunner just mentioned it in the chat, and I've been hearing some rumblings and rumors that Bradley Bill is playing tonight. About time. I was gonna say it's about time. We're gonna yeah, see I heard him. he was either gonna play tonight or in that next game. I just heard it. About time. I mean, that's what let's they see. got him for. So let's go. Let's let's let's, let's see how he's gonna be on a minute yeah. restriction. If I have let, to guess. I'm sure that's gonna happen. But yo, let's get this. Let's get this thing started. Yeah, with Bradley Bill. It's, let's it's get going now. Right. Let's go. Is, Let's is, is Debo playing tonight too? 
Debo. De- Debo. He oh, should go. Nice. Yeah, he should be. I, I haven't heard anything about him being a, being a scratch. I think he should play too. Yeah, yeah, he should. Hey, it's it's up together. in Phoenix now. It's possible. Mm-hmm. The chat's saying he's questionable, so mm-hmm. it's possible. Probably a game time decision? Maybe. I think he'll play in the, in the next week, I think. But I don't know. I think both of them will probably play in the next week. Yeah, that's going to be interesting to see. I can't wait to see how they all three look together, uh, obviously, with the bench unit, all of that good stuff. So we'll definitely keep a close eye on that. Tomorrow, if Bradley Bill plays, we'll definitely be here to talk about it. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, though, let me go ahead and jump in a, a few of these Super Chats. Hall of Fame Mike sent through a Super Chat and said, TMZ ticket was capping yesterday when he when he said he thought Embiid was the best scorer in the league last year because he already said Giannis was better because of the playoffs. Cook his ass three the hard way. How was that capping when we talk about the regular season, fool? Regular season and playoffs, two different things. I've admitted that he's a playoff dropper the last couple of years in Embiid. We talking about during the regular <laughs> season. <laughs> so, and y'all keep calling me TMZ ticket. Hey, man, TMZ do all the numbers, baby. I'd rather do the numbers than that. So, speaking <laughs> back to that one, keep talking, baby. We watch the money pile up. Or we can go outside the end with a bottle of bug. <laughs> and they still win, and they keep watching. So, yep. come on now. Let's get it, baby. MP13 said, this is some serious LeBron glazing. I've never heard the take that LeBron is so great that he transcends the need to have structure, coaching, criticism, and self-awareness regarding his game. Jalen and Ron. It's funny because when we have these GOAT debates, all the time I hear, what if LeBron James went to college and got to learn his game under a great coach? Or what if LeBron James had Phil Jackson? I hear that all the time. But now in this argument, I was hearing LeBron doesn't need this great coach. And this is like, I mean, look, I think the first thing in Cleveland showed that he doesn't necessarily need an optimal situation to succeed, re- relatively succeed. Obviously, he didn't get done with championship. But again, winning 50 games, not an optimal situation with the coach, I guess, who is still, again, good coach mm-hmm. Mike Brown. But maybe not had his best or wasn't optimal, he still produced wins and made them a contender. So he doesn't need everything to be perfect for the, to, be, to be put in a winning situation. Jalen, do you David. wake up how you going to please LeBron James, man? <laughs> Say that again? Do you wake up every day, just get on your knees, no, and you going to please LeBron James? We're we, we just speaking facts. <laughs> no, no, we just be speaking facts. That's all it is. Like I said, I think Le- LeBron's been the most scrutinized athlete in American culture for the past 20, se- 20 years. So, I will say, yeah, Mark. J- j- I I've will never say seen Mark. someone more scrutinized than LeBron in American sports. Yeah. In my this, this Jordan never had to deal with this. Uh, Magic. Uh, Cham- I mean, not Chamberlain. I'm sorry. Jabal had some nonsense going on. Because yeah, they weren't running around here calling themselves the yeah, That's they, right. they, they, they changed religions. But, you know, this. I do this, notice this, that the players who self proclaim themselves the GOAT. You tend to get scrutinized a lot more. Mm. Cristiano Ronaldo gets scrutinized a lot more than Messi. Ah. Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali, yeah. You do get scrutinized a lot. Muhammad Ali celebrated now, though. Muhammad Ali celebrated now. Yeah, fifty years later. Mm -hmm. Exactly, right. That's what happens. Yeah. And I think Jordan even said, if he played in today's era, he'd have a tough time with the social media thing. Because people forget, Jordan's a very private person. He's not into coming out. I don't think Jay will survive. I don't think Jay will survive today. I don't. Different beats. Michael Jordan at the casino at 4 a.m. before it can stop it. I oh think I don't, I don't think Jay would survive today. It would be hard be for Jay. It'd yeah, it would be hard for Jay to survive today. David Estillo said, is it me or is Katie Cunningham basically Evan Turner with more usage? It's you. That's you. Yeah. <laughs> Evan Turner was nice in college. Yeah, it's college. definitely you. Kate does, need to, yeah. Kate does need to stop turning. The he got to take care of the basketball better, but he's definitely – 
he's definitely better than him. He's definitely more than Evan Turner. I believe that. No, it's you. You know what would really thrive today even more so social media? I think Shaq, Chilltown. Because of Shaq, him in the social media era, he would have been a bigger star than he already oh, is. Oh, Shaq would be huge today because he would love this. He'd be, he'd be a huge star, but then you have star, to yeah, question, questioning yeah. his desire with his weight. Is he really no doubt, that's Which he would, and, and that was going on. That was going on back then, Mars. That was going yeah. on. You know, people would. I think it would be amplified now, especially if he doesn't go and start winning rings. Yeah. How about people questioning if Jokic loves well, the game? I can tell you right now, him and him and him and if 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 what was going on back then was going on today, him and Kobe don't stay together for as long as they did. No. Oh, I'll be different. No way. Shaq 100% has a YouTube channel. Probably millions already. He's like, he Shaq's got a podcast. Shaq has a podcast. Yeah, no, today. Shaq like, has a podcast. In my opinion. Yeah. I think that's a Shaq podcast. That, yeah. And I'm watching it. So, I'm here for it. Hey, shout so, out to the update. Savant's X with the bet update said Victor is averaging 19.4 points per game. Mm. Get that thousand ready ticket. What do I, I, I think I was going to go up with no Devin Vassell. I, I was going to say that. No Devin Vassell. Is Calvin, is Calvin hurt too? Did he, did Calvin, Devin, Calvin, did, Calvin, I think, is that day today. Did Devin play last game? No, Devin's out for... When, when, just so you know, the last game, when we went 13 and 10, Mars. I just want to put that on your mind. Yeah, yeah, but... Just want to put yeah, that out man. there. Off games happen, man. Okay. As long as SoCan is taking shots from Wemby too, I'm all right. Sometimes he'd be, mm-hmm. he be in a mood just too. Just waiting for Trey Jones to get put in the starting lineup. Just waiting. What is the holdup? What are we doing? <laughs> oh, no, I'm just waiting. I think I think Pop saw Tyus Jones as a backup point guard. I was like, let me just make his brother a backup point guard for no reason. Because, <laughs> hey, shout out to Pop. Malim with the super chat said, do you guys think the potential all-rookie team of Victor, Chet, Lively, Asore, Brandon Miller can make it to a conference finals or make a deep playoff run? I don't think any team with a five-man rotation is making a deep playoff run. If that's a starting five, I mean, I, I think no, lively in there, yeah, it'd be a problem. Yeah, they don't even have a god. Yeah, no, they don't even have a god for real. Like, right. saw and Brandon Miller, no. Okay, okay so let's 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 say you take lively out and you put a minute, a minute in there. Who create? Who's creating shots for lively? Like Luca is. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm saying let's let's take lively out. Let's put a minute in. Then how do we feel about it? Yeah, I was gonna say even worse. The struggle is real. Point guard, they'd have to put rookie point guard. Who's they probably have to put Anthony Black, probably. How you feel about Anthony on that team then? They're still not winning. Chet, Victor, yeah, they're not winning. They might be. It might be the best off. defense in the league. Yeah, I don't even think they'll be well, fun to watch. Like, like, that yeah. would be one of the best defensive lineups in the league, but nah. Brandon Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, I eat hot dogs in public with the super chat. Hmm. Mm. Says, should the Spurs focus on development for their players and not care about the record or use Wimby to their full advantage and try to make the playoffs? I mean, mm. developing your players right just leads to more wins in the long run. So in terms of the season, I mean, you play your young guys, you give them minutes, you let them make mistakes. If it, relates, if it leads to wins, that's fine. If it leads to losses, then that's fine too. I don't think using Wimby right is mm. going to help them try and make the playoffs anyway. So. I'd probably just try and develop everyone, including Wemby. But I think developing Wemby is using him right. So I think you have to do both. But I think either way, you miss the playoffs. So. And you're going to miss the playoffs anyway. Yeah. Great Warrior said, heat culture is not real. It's just both fixing undrafted guys. Yeah, I, what, 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 yeah, I wouldn't go that far. But Wouldn't that be a culture? I was going to say, yeah, I think Spolstra is part of that culture. His yeah, ability to right. maximize players, I think, is a part of the Heat culture. I mean, stuff like the Heat demanding players to stay under a certain body fat, like stuff they were doing yeah. with Shaq back in 2006. That was in the contract, like that. 
That was in the yeah, camp. stuff like that is heat culture. No mm -hmm. other teams in the league were doing that before Miami. That's heat culture. Stuff like that. Stuff how professional, how meticulous they are. That's heat culture. It's not just oh, did, did they make the finals this year? Like no, it's that's heat culture. Stuff yeah. like that. Shaq had a Shaq had to play at three twenty five. Tim Hardaway had a clause in his contract that he had to that he had to play at one hundred and ninety pounds. You get an extra hundred, I guess five hundred thousand dollars in his contract. That was part of it. That is the culture. That, yeah, that's heat culture stuff yes. like that. Not just did they make the finals or go deep in the playoffs? Right, like bad players. No, right. Zero, just vibing. Hold, hold, hold on, Ron. Greatest, are you really sitting here telling us that the way Allen Iverson was criticized is the same way that LeBron James was criticized? Two different things. Completely two different. Are, are, are you serious? Because all we doing with all we doing with Allen Iverson was talking about all people were doing. I actually dug it, mm -hmm. but all people were doing with, with with Allen Iverson was talking about the way he wore his hair. That's what they they weren't scrutinizing everything he did, the way he dressed, and some parts of his game. That wasn't what they were doing with James. Those two things, are, those two, those two people were not the same. Absolutely not. No. LeBron way. James. LeBron James is in year twenty-one, being criticized and told he's not the goat because he's not taking a game winner in Game Seven of the regular season. Mm. Allen Iverson was not getting that kind of scrutiny. Sc that scrutiny yeah. is ridiculous. And yes, I I also agree. LeBron also has more fanfare and love than anyone ever. I think both things can be true. He has his Glazers, yes, he who, does. who are adoring him more than anyone's ever been adored. Mm -hmm. And he has his haters, who are scrutinizing him more than anyone's been scrutinized. I think both things can be true. There's not very many people in the meet, in the middle with LeBron. It's just very... Polarized. He's polarizing. Yes. Zero just vibing. Said, Ticket, you be making sense on some of these rookie talks, but you being a hater this time. Mm. And that was the Chet versus Webby yeah. thing. Yeah. But so, so was Jaden. I'm hating picture. Wemby. And yeah, you hating on Wemby too. It's just, it's just we, the, the hype. No, we know that. why you hate him. That's yeah. crazy. Reggie Reg sent through a super chat. Shout out to Reggie Reg. He said, if Dominique Wilkins is drafted by the Lakers instead of the Hawks, are we talking about him differently? The, the basketball yeah. community, 100% yes, because he has those championships most likely. Mm -hmm. But should we? Like, does he change as a basketball player? Absolutely. Tracy Steele sent through a super chat and said, did Ticket say Cam is a best is the best scorer better than Steph and Luca, even KD? That crazy take. He did say that, which I saw yesterday, which this is the when you start to take stuff out of context. In year three, they put up Cam. Thomas's numbers to Kobe Bryant's numbers in year three and completely and completely leaving out all the other stuff that's important like the fact that the offensive team that Kobe Bryant played on the fact that he had Shaq like that doesn't yeah that 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 stuff doesn't matter that the, the fact that he was playing with who he was playing with that does matter don't get me wrong Cam Thomas is not playing on Cam Thomas is playing fantastic as a scorer but he had to put up with what Bryant had to put up with in year three in that lockout shortened season. That's number one. Number two, playing with Shaq and Glenn Rice, playing with them two dudes and still averaging almost 20 a game and still dealing with a bunch of nonsense in terms of coaching with Dale Harris, who had gotten fired and they got Kirk Rambis. The fact that one played every game in the season and one's a seven game sample size. We can't leave that part out. That's very important to mention. Lego Rovers with the super chat. Uh, Lego said, as a Warriors fan, I feel Steph has regressed as a ball handler and as a defender this year. Does anyone agree or am I alone? Still you top alone. five. 
You are alone, sir. Steph Curry is still super nice with the pill. Yeah, he's, he's still. still. I don't know if he's regressed as a ball handler. I don't think he's been as good on defense, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is he ball handling less? Maybe that's what he's saying. Is he just. Does he, well, I'm going to speak on him whether you like it or not, my man. So I think, I think he's on the I think he's on the ball less, especially with Chris mm. Paul on the court. Yeah, but I like what Golden State are running. I, I do like what, what I'm seeing from Golden State. And so they're running a lot more actions that I think are very interesting. I How, you feel, Mars? How you Chris feel, Mars? How you feel, They're they're intriguing. Oh. Yeah, they played they Denver are, tonight. They, really they played Denver tonight. That Maggie. game is gonna tell me a lot. If they beat Denver game. tonight, all the I, hype trains getting real. I think, if, I, if, if I'm not it's mistaken, not even if they beat Denver, because I know they have no answer for Jokic. I'm gonna be interested to see what they throw at him because I, I think Golden State is gonna take this game seriously. Yeah. I think they're gonna. I think they've been game planning for this game. Statement I think game. they've they've been going through the motions, kind of with like Detroit, Cleveland, whatever, OKC. I think they've been focusing on this game. I think they want to show that they're a championship level team. Chris Golden State have been adding a lot more. Their offense has changed a lot this year. They're running, mm-hmm. they're running flex action. They run split. They run a split cut with um with Chris Paul. You know the little play they run with Draymond Green in the post, right. and then they set a screen, and then Steph comes off, or someone dives to the rim, and someone's open three. They mm-hmm. ran that with Chris Paul, but normally with that play, if no one's open, Draymond Green has nothing because he can't create for himself. They ran that play with Chris Paul, and then Chris Paul turned that into like a a baseline jump shot. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. They've added something new there. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing. Clay Thompson minutes at the four, they they can't rebound, but he's he's playing physical. I like that. What I'm seeing, he's t- he's cut the bad shots out of his shot selection, so he's not mm-hmm. scoring as many points, but he's not taking as many shots. But his efficiency is going up. I like that as well. But I do think they, I do think Andrew Wiggins needs to step up, and they do need a more, I don't want to say reliable scorer, but another high volume scorer, which is meant to be Andrew Wiggins. So we'll see if he levels up during right. the season because I think he's just started the season kind of slow. For whatever reason, I think he'll pick it up. But I'm I'm loving what I'm seeing from Golden State right now. Just it, it, it would help too. It would help too, Mars, if Chris Paul could make a shot. That 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 would help too. Yeah, last game he could last game he could make a shot. Maybe oh. maybe he turned the corner. I don't know because before yeah. that I think he'd made one three on the season before mm-hmm. that, and then he just he started making. I think he's I think he's like nine for thirty on the season from the field, and I think he's I think he's like four for seventeen on the long ball. So if he could make a couple more shots. This would make this offense a lot more viable because I mean he does bring a lot of good things to them, a lot of good things to them. So yeah, definitely. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very, and and very and, and, and if you think I'm acting, like I said, when you see me, if you ever see me, prove that I'm acting. That's all I got to say about that. If you think I'm acting and you think I ain't really about it, when you see me, prove it, George uh-huh. Jefferson. Prove it. Uh-huh. Yo, That's all I'm so saying. This- this is the title of the show. Obviously, as you can see, the Warriors are still in the All I gotta say about that. I want to know from you guys where do the Warriors rank in your echelon of teams in the NBA? Mm. Are they elite? Are they in that group right below elite? Like basically a, a, a championship contender? Are they just the team that you guys think is gonna lose in the second round of the playoffs again? How do you, how are we feeling about the Warriors right now? Are we saying Based on right now or projecting? Mm. A little bit of both. Right, right now, right now, right, right now, I think they're in the top three teams in the league with Denver and Boston. I think that they've been the three best teams so far. Mm-hmm. Projecting, I think they're the tier below the Denver's, the Boston's, the Bucks, mm-hmm. and then they're in they're leading that next tier, right. in my opinion. Now, one thing that will change my mind on that is how Andrew Wiggins bounces back, and if Chris Paul, because right now he's four for twenty nine from three, for anyone wondering. He's four for mm. three season. I thought it was, so I thought it was like Chris four. Paul, yeah, if Chris Paul can um, level up from three and just um, shoot better, because I think he's had good shots. He just needs to shoot better. 
Mm-hmm. And they do need to have that second reliable scorer because, um, like, like I said yesterday, no one on the Warriors has scored more than 20 points in a game this season. This mm-hmm. Dario Saric has one 20-point game, but no one has scored more than 20 in any That's of their crazy. eight games. There's Steph Curry Besides in Curry. every game. Besides Curry. Every, Steph Curry in every game. And then no one else has scored 20. Not even clear. No one else has scored more than 20. Not once. Yeah. So I think that's what they need to figure out because the rebounding is always going to be a problem. They're the small, they're one of the smallest teams in the league. I think they've accepted the rebounding is going to be a problem. So I think they just need to find more consistent high-level scoring. Mm-hmm. But right now, I think they're the third best team in the league. And I think they're probably going to be like anywhere from like four to six. But I think they could win if the right matchups come along. Now remember too, now, now remember too, Mars, we 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 still Waiting on that 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 Steph Curry dip in the mountain when like around Thanksgiving's January. Coming up. Thanksgiving's coming up. Yeah, Thanksgiving's coming up, and then like right in the January is coming Jan- up too. Yeah, 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 right around the beginning yeah. of January. We're That's going to be interesting when Steph Curry right. starts playing bad. Mm-hmm. How do they deal with that? Yes. How do they deal with that? I, I think this Warriors team is is in the same kind of tier as I think uh, to what Mars said to um, Denver and Boston. I think are the two teams that have noticeably been the best two teams in the league. He put Golden State in there, but I put Golden State in that next tier with. Basically, almost every other kind of contender, whether it be the Cavs, Clippers, Lakers. I'm going to throw the Mavs in there. I just think it's so wide open. After those two teams of Denver and Boston, I think it's, it's just a lot of teams in that second tier that mm. all have a shot. If Again, with the right matchups, injuries go the right way, players playing well. It'll be a fun season. How do you feel, Chill? I think that they're a bona fide playoff team. I think Steph Curry is the engine still that makes them go. I mean, the, the last super chat that you wrote about him, I mean, you read about Steph Curry's ball handling has, 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 has tapered off. No, it hasn't. I'm watching him against the Detroit Pistons. He still has the ability to get by anybody at any point, at any time, still can just bounce, still can get his shot off, off the dribble, on the perimeter, against anybody. He's the engine that makes that offense go. They still get a lot of action off the basketball, but Steph Curry at this age, he's still awesome. And if he can, I'm not saying that he could continue playing at this level, but if he can play at this level and then maybe if he takes a dip, it's not astronomical. I think that they're a top four, top, definitely a top five seed in the West. Yeah, it's, it's I don't, I don't want to say it's crazy to see, but I, I'm more so say it's amazing to see that they basically just pick back up and they're, they're in that upper echelon of teams. And Mars, you uh, you brought up Andrew Wiggins. I expect Andrew Wiggins to at least at least get to you know, eighteen points a night at least. So with that being said, like if, if he can do that, which I'm expecting him to do, if, if not even better, where is it going to be a problem? Like they've always been. Chris Paul, we've seen that that's been a, a great addition. Once again, based on his career, we expect him to shoot a little better too. Steph Curry, Steph Curry, it's it's like I don't think nobody wants to. <laughs> Wants to see the Warriors. Nobody, nobody wants to mess around with Steph Curry and you know everything I, else they got going on. I, I think Mars is. I think Mars is on to something in the aspect that matchups are the key for the for the Warriors. It's not like Denver, where Denver can handle anybody who, wherever you, what, however you play, we can play this way. The Warriors, they have a different problem than than Denver, where you know when they go small, they really struggle, and they have to go small because they don't have legit backups in terms of big guys that can be viable for them. So when they go small and other teams like the Lakers go big, that gives them real trouble. So if they can avoid a team like the Lakers, I think they can I think they can hold their own against a team like Phoenix that's just going out that that's just going to get out and run and and basically go shot for shot with them cuz I mean Nurkic isn't that much of a force in the paint. I don't think he's I, I think Looney can handle him as opposed mm-hmm. to I, I think as opposed to other, other other bigs in the league. So when you're talking about the better teams in the Western Conference, same thing with Dallas. I think they can handle them too. 
So when when they run up on when they run up on a team with a really legit big that's that's dominant in the paint, I think that that's where they'll have trouble. And if they can and and if they can avoid that matchup, I think they'll be fine. Yeah, the Lakers and Nuggets are probably their worst matchup. Yeah, from a personal mm-hmm. standpoint. But I want to ask: Steph Curry turns thirty-six this season in March. Right? March. Yep. If he plays at this level for the whole year, just for the sake of the question, mm-hmm. is this the best age thirty-six season ever? Is he the best thirty-six-year-old basketball player ever? At thirty. LeBron doing his thirty-six-year-old. Yeah, I'm gonna look that up. Twenty twenty-one. Twenty twenty-one is. That was just like think about twenty twenty-one LeBron James. That was his yeah. age thirty-six season. Right. And he was he 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 yeah. rolled his ankle and he he only I think he played fifty out of seventy two games. Yeah, I was gonna say I think he was hurt that year for a quick Jordan year. Jordan had Jordan had already retired yeah. at thirty five. Jordan was gone. Um, um thirty two in Utah was the MVP the year prior. Yeah, he was MVP. Malone was. I was, th- I was thinking about him. So mm-hmm. I think the year after is when he was his thirty six year old season. Chamberlain and and it was thirty six and uh right? yes seventy two won the finals MVP finished mm-hmm. second in the league in in, in league MVP votes that year. Um, how, how was KD? KD probably had an elite if he wasn't hurt. Well, KD, KD is 35. 36, He's 35. 36, 36, he won't be 36 for next yeah, September. KD's 36 is next season. Yeah, so. next September. I don't know, Mars. So, yeah. That that, that Chamberlain that Chamberlain season, because I don't just think about buckets, right? I yeah, think about, I mean, yeah, Chamberlain's points went down. He was like a 10, like a 14 or whatever point scorer. But well, no, I think mean, he was 18, rebounds. but he averaged, he averaged almost 20 and 20 in the finals that year. Led the league in rebounds. Led the league in um, rebounds. Led the league in field goal percentage. I know that for a fact. Yep, that's, that's correct. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Wilt's up there. Number thirty-two, regretfully, is up there. Yeah, uh, Malone is up there. How, how old was Kareem in eighty-five? Was he thirty-six and eighty-five? No, he was thirty-eight and eighty-five. So, so in what eighty-three, Kareem? Eighty-three, Kareem. Is that better than Steph? They got swept in the finals by Philly. Yeah, I know by most Malone, but <laughs> he got destroyed in that in in, in, the, in that final series. Which I was, I mean, even though he was twenty-three and seven. He, I think that year he was 20, I think for the season that year in, in 83, I think he was like 22 and eight and I think almost two blocks. So he still was awesome. From a point standpoint, because the game is so wide open today, from a point standpoint, with the exception of James, there isn't anybody scoring like Steph Curry at this age, him and KD, him, KD, and, and James from, 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 from this era. I don't, I don't really see – much else. He's also at seventy-three percent true shooting right now. He's Which is not going to stay there. I, 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 yeah, 50, 50, 53, 47, 91. Yeah, that's not. I, I don't think that's that. That's not sustainable. I, I, yeah, I don't think he's going to sustain that because, like I said, Thanksgiving is coming up and January right. is coming up. Yeah. So yeah. he'll probably be. He'll probably end the season about 48, 42, 90, probably somewhere in there. But I think it's the conversation for the best thirty-six-year-old season ever. I, I, Without a doubt, I think it's over LeBron in twenty twenty-one. Will oh, Chamberlain is the one that I'm thinking about. Do it like Will Chamberlain. I'm willing to have the conversation. Um, I don't think it's Kareem. I think number thirty-two probably has an argument as well. But I think at the worst, it's top three. I don't, I don't know if that's crazy, but I think Steph's aging very gracefully right now. Hey, yeah, so that's, that's what I noticed. Yeah, I don't think that's a debate, Morris. Think with Steph though. Out of all these players, I just looked up. Uh, He's played the least minutes out of guys all. Oh, one thousand percent. He's yeah, in year yeah. 15, 14. Yeah. And he dealt with the injuries early on. So, yeah, he's definitely – I saw something that the amount of minutes Steph Curry has played now. For his career. LeBron James passed in 2013. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. 100%. So, yeah. So, he's definitely lower on the minute scale, which I guess is probably part of the reason why he's aging so well. 
but we we might get to a point where I know we're saying it now, year 21. We've never seen anyone this good in year 21. Steph. I don't think Steph's gonna do that, but we might get to the point where we're saying we've never seen anyone this good at age 36, age 37, mm-hmm. age, and that includes LeBron. We might yeah. get to that point with Steph. Now we don't know that father time is on the field. He might just fall off a cliff next year. Who knows? Like, remember when Chris Paul just turned 38 and he went from playing good in the playoffs and they just so he should be out the right league. after his birthday? And he should be out the league. <laughs> He's like, yo, yeah, maybe maybe, maybe that league. happens to Steph. Maybe Steph turns 36 in March and then just forgets how to play basketball. Mm. Yeah, I don't so, know. Steph just has a... In, Chris Steph Paul's has actually, a game. Yeah. Steph has a game that's going to age well naturally. Like LeBron, he's still very dependent on his athleticism, and that still stayed with him for whatever reason. I have to say, with Steph, you know, I think we've always kind of acknowledged. We've always kind of acknowledged with Steph that he got a superpower. Shooting. Yeah, that shooting <laughs> literally shooting. has a superpower. Exactly, because when his athleticism goes, the shooting's still going to be there. His shooting will still be there. Shots of Steph. I actually have right. some notes. That's going to climb up that all-time scoring rank, too, if he keeps doing this for next I got to find them. Yeah, it depends how long he can stay around for, really. Yeah. I think that he could still play at this level for another year, He's two years tops. I think, he could, I, I think he could play at this level for another year, two years tops. I think he could play at this level. And I'm on record saying I think that he could segue into somewhat of a of, of a of an advanced Ray Allen role, like when he was in Boston, something like that. Because I don't really see him being on the basketball at 37, 38 years old, still doing what he's doing. Even though the league is what it is, I, I'm not sure that I could. I'm not sure that he's going to be like that mm-hmm. at 38 years old. But I still think, like you just mentioned, like you just mentioned, Ron, about him having that superpower. That's a superpower that. He could have that until he quits. He always gonna be able to shoot, and as long as he in the league, that's always gonna be there. It's just the other stuff. We might not see Curry average less than twenty points before he retires. Even like in his last season, I think he might average like twenty, twenty-one, and call it a career if he wants. But we might not see him average less than twenty. Hmm. How high do you think he can get on the score on this? Because right now he's number forty with, I would say, basically twenty-two thousand. Hmm. So to break the top, to break the top thirty. He'd have to get to twenty, basically twenty five thousand. Which I think he'll do that by next year. He, okay, so so uh, you guys think he'll get in the top thirty to get to get into the top twenty? Year. He'd have to get to twenty six four hundred, twenty six, basically twenty six and a half thousand to mm-hmm. get into the top twenty. Do you think he can score another four thousand points in his career? Because he shoot the long ball, yeah, I do. Over the next, I'm going to give him tw- over you the say next 20, three or four years. I think he could. do You that. say he had twenty two thousand now. I think he he might finish his career close to twenty eight. I was thinking, you know, twenty eight gets him base, right yeah. next to Carmelo. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think twenty eight, six thousand more points for his career. Yeah, I can see that. That's a lot of points. It's a lot of points. points. It's a lot of points. But again, the next four or five years, still giving you twenty at minimum. I think twenty three, twenty four. So if based on that, based on that, with KD at twenty seven thousand right now, number yeah, fourteen, KD's getting to thirty thousand for sure. So KD thirty, so he passes up Moses Malone, Shaq, yep. Carmelo, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Julie, Doctor J is at thirty thousand and twenty six. We assume he passes him. Yes. Katie, you know the KD can he crack the top five? Can he get to thirty two thousand? So five thousand more points. The thing with KD, how many, how many, how many points he has? At, how many? How many does he have right now, Mars? Twenty seven thousand. So he's so five thousand off number five. He still looks. Can he get five thousand more so, points in his career? Yeah. So, so wait, wait. Let, let's rewind. Is he as of today? Where is he? Number fourteen. And what is he like? Twenty thousand. Twenty seven thousand. Twenty seven thousand. So 
is he so he's at so Steph Curry today is at 27,000. No, no, oh, no, KD's Durant at 27. Oh, Steph's at 22,000, yeah. number 14. I don't think yeah. KD gonna hold up for three more years. I don't see you know, the thing with KD, I think KD can play longer because he KD doesn't have a family, he's not married. I want to say it's like this. I don't think no. When I say he doesn't have family married, there's not someone telling him, "Hey, let's I don't have anything." With the wife. I don't exactly, have, he has nothing, nothing going on. But that has nothing to do with else. his. That has nothing to do with his body breaking down. He got nothing else to do, but he, man, he just yeah. he's just going out at the That's nothing to do with his body breaking down. You already know you got a family, you got a wife. They're like, all right. At some point, it's like, all right, right, Jalen. I get what you're saying, but it it for sure. And you like you that does make a little bit of sense, but also too like how how Chill's saying, family or not, if if if. If he tears another Achilles, God forbid, or right. if his back gives out on him, then that has nothing to do with whether he's married or not. You, you mm -hmm. just can't hoop, you know? But right. Let's just be, let's say KD plays yeah. 50 games a year. 50 games a year. I think that's mm -hmm. somewhat reasonable. 50 games a year for the next four years. Right. An average is 25 on average. He gets 32,000 points. I think saying KD you said for the next four years? Is, yeah. And that's assuming he, he might average like 29 this year, 28 right. the next year, and then go down to 24 and 23. That's if, he, if, if, if he could keep this up, Mark, like 30 right now. If, if, right. And if he could keep this up for the next three years, if you if he gives you 50 games where he could keep this up over the next three years, just in the regular season alone, if he could keep this up, that is some that that is something very impressive. I, very I think, much so. I think MJ's looking at KD like he might catch mm. it. MJ's the one in five right now. KD, 25 points a game, 50, 50 games a year on average for four years. He catches him. Yeah. I think that's possible. I think that's yeah. possible. I think, and we, I think we, I'm being conservative with that. I think he's going to average like 30 this year. I think he's going to average like 29 next year. And then it's going to start going down. 27. I think he catches it. He might catch Kobe. At 30, he's not catching number 32 or anyone above that. Right. But he might get to number four all the time. The cool thing about right now is uh, we really are seeing something we've never seen before in terms of guys playing this elite at this age. And I think like this, this is going to be a trend moving forward. We're going to see guys take care of their body and be able to play elongated careers. And I don't, it's just going to be interesting to see what Steph Curry looks like over these next few years, what uh, Kevin Durant looks like um, and what some of these other guys look like as they get into their, you know, latter 30s even chris paul though it's it, to me it's amazing to see him playing at, at the level that he's playing at right now at 38 like no he's he's not gonna where's be he on the assist no. list where's he on the assist list chris paul uh let me pull out he probably moving up that too now i agree this will definitely he is number time. three right now 500 behind jason kidd we know he's not catching john Stockton. yeah, so yeah 500 yeah. behind jason kidd we think He'll, he's probably gonna catch jason kidd in it mm. that'd be i'll be tired to say i'd be tight he, this he's averaging nine a game right now isn't it yeah, so if he played 60 games this year and averaged like eight and a half, he'd catch Jason Kidd next year. This is Chris Paul. Yeah, yeah. I, it's likely he catches Jason Kidd. It's likely. I saw he's probably going to end number two all the time. In this, this conversation, this was like a year ago, two years ago. If, if Chris Paul could catch John Stockton, and the oh. logic, and the logic was he would have to have Rondo's career in order to catch John Stockton over the next five years. Yeah, yeah, no, he's not doing that. Yeah, John Stockton's not getting John Stockton is literally 4,000 assists. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, shout, yeah, shout out John Stockton, man. No matter how you got those assists, that's a lot of assists. Yeah, 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 yeah man. Top, hey, top five point guard all time, <laughs> right, guys? Yes, that, but hey, you could yeah. add. I th my mouse might be a bit off. You could add Chris Paul's assists 
and Jokic assists, and he's still behind Johnson. That's crazy. <laughs> Yo, that's insane. So, yeah. Uh, Back to the Warriors, though. One thing that we didn't talk about, uh, we, we talked about kind of their whole team and, and what it's looking like. I do want to say that I'm I'm actually pretty impressed with Moses Moody and Jonathan Kaminga, both of the minutes that they're providing to. If they can, and that was one of my biggest things moving forward. Uh, the Warriors have obviously been a deep team for just basically the duration of Steph's, Steph and, Steph and Clay's tenure, Draymond, too. But having these two being able to step in and provide just reliable minutes, it's it's been good. Moses Moody knocking down those threes. Uh, Jonathan Kaminga just kind of being a Swiss Army knife, doing a little bit of everything. So this, it's going to be interesting to see if they continue to move forward and actually get better throughout the season, or obviously if they're inconsistent, just what what they can bring. I, I, I've loved what I've seen from Moses Moody um, as a shooter, as a defender, hustle. Like he does, he there's not anything he does that you look at him like, oh well, this isn't helping the team. Like everything he does is just for the benefit of the team. Now, is he gonna become a all all NBA player? Maybe not. But not every team needs seven all NBA players. I think what Moses Moody brings is someone who plays hard on defense, runs the floor, spots up, plays without the basketball, cuts like all those things. No team says no to someone who can do those things. Moses Moody is just making himself a very valuable NBA player. Jonathan Kaminga, I loved what I've seen from him on defense. Loved what I've seen of him as a lob threat, pick and roll. I think Chris Paul's helping him, like just understanding where to be on the floor. I think he's he looks better in that aspect. Mm-hmm. And also, I think he's in himself has worked on his game. I'm still loving what I'm seeing from him in the post. I'm loving what I'm seeing from him as a car, those type of things. I'm like, shout out to you. Shout out to you, um, Jonathan Kaminga and Moses Moody. You guys have both made yourself and very Wolves, useful. I feel like the Kaminga, like there's I think he has all NBA yeah. potential. I think yeah. he does. I don't know if he's gonna reach it in Golden State because yeah. of what they're asking yeah, him to do. That's the problem, Mark. but I think he has. That, that's the so, problem, right? That's the problem right there, Miles. The fact that he's in Golden State. Like, if he was somewhere else where he was on a good team, but they could bring him along at a different pace as opposed to being on Golden State where it's championships now, so they're expecting him to be this accelerate. The, the process with him is being accelerated, which is kind of screwing him up in, in, in some sense. But him being on this crew, I think that that really helps him. I, I think it helps him in the aspect that he's learning the game. He might be learning it at an accelerated pace and he's struggling. Don't get me wrong. He's struggling in some aspects, but I don't think we've even gotten close to where he could be on, on, on this crew in particular. I, I don't think we've gotten even close to that. And the Warriors, even though I watched them, I think they playing. I, I, I don't know exactly where the pace is, but they look slower, but they still are effective. And I, I and I think that's largely due to Steph, Clay and Dre. I still watch Dre fake dribble handoffs, drive down, drive downhill, and go to the basket, which opens up more offense for Klay Thompson, which opens up more offense for guys like Steph Curry, which opens up more offense for the rest of those guys. The addition to Gary Payton, the addition to Gary Payton Jr. is huge for this crew because the stuff that he does, nobody else wants to do that. Picking up full court, rebounding, guarding the toughest guys, sticking his nose in there and doing the dirty work. Him and him and Moody. They huge for this crew. So I will never count the Golden State Warriors out as long as these three dudes are on the crew and, and Steph, Clay, and Dre. Plus, with those dirty work guys, it's more of a matchup more than anything. Yo, chilling Mars. I got a you, you too, Jalen. I, I got a question for all three of you guys. Now, I'm not necessarily comparing these two as players because I think one is clearly, well, I don't know clearly, but one is better than the other. Obviously, one on one and all of this good stuff. But do you think that they weren't 
obviously they were adding Chris Paul in the trade, but do you mm-hmm. think they were comfortable letting Jordan Poole go because they like Moses Moody will be able to step in and play more valuable minutes than you? I think they were comfortable letting Jordan Poole go because what they needed, especially in that second unit, was poise. Mm-hmm. And Jordan Poole is the antithesis of poise. And like Chul said, he didn't have the numbers, so I'll say it. They went from, I think they were first in the league in pace last year mm-hmm. to 21st. Okay. This definitely so, yes, they are playing slower, and that's because, mm-hmm. you know, Chris Paul is a lot more methodical. Mm-hmm. He takes his time. I think a lot of things people have been harping on this year is he's not turning the ball over. That's something that Jordan Poole was doing a lot. But Steph Curry, you know he likes to take risks and be a bit erratic. So you need someone who can come in and slow things down. Chris Paul has six turnovers this year in eight games. That's, That's something they, they missed. So yes. I think it's less about Moses Moody. I think what Moses Moody brings is great. But I think they were just happy with getting Chris Paul for Jordan Poole. Not because mm-hmm. Jordan Poole's a worse player than Chris Paul. We can have that conversation wherever I don't care. It's because what Chris Paul does for this team isn't redundant. I, I thought it would be redundant with Draymond Green. I think it looks it looks to be working right now, but I need to see them against the better teams and see in the playoffs how it looks. Yeah. But what Chris Paul does is he slows that second unit down. They're not just running recklessly all over the court, not knowing what they're doing. They have someone who's a leader who can get people in the right spots, like Moses Moody, like Jonathan Kaminga, and it really just helps their team just flow better. Whereas with Jordan Paul, you have him out there with Steph, you just have two guys who are just running and gunning at some point, which I just doesn't really help so no disrespect to jordan Poole, by the way i like that term poise you're right that's definitely what they needed i think with jordan Poole, they were kind of ready they were trying to get him ready to take over clay thompson's role i think they thought with the clay thompson injuries he might not have been that guy so they were kind of getting ready for that but then that situation just didn't work out jordan Poole not coming through in the playoffs and i think with clay i don't think clay i think clay is is i would say fully back but he's He's still fine. Like, I think I think Clay's still fine. He's not as bad as they I think they assumed he might have been after the injuries. So I think just getting rid of Paul and said adding Chris Paul to help that second unit, slowing him down, not just having a shot checker out there, uh, definitely just kind of benefited both. And Moody and Kaminga making that jump, I'm sure that was a part of the factor. But I think Poole going out with just a lot of the Draymond situation. Again, I think Clay still being better than anticipated, coming off injury, and just what they needed. So it's a lot of things. All right, y'all, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up. Uh, we do have a full slate of games tonight. Yes, uh, we, we got some pretty good ones, too. Uh, definitely going to be on the lookout. So the, the two top teams in the East play against each other tonight, both 5-1. and one. you got the Celtics in Philadelphia against the Sixers. Uh, this this is going to be a, a big game. Mm-hmm. Also, um, the Warriors and the Nuggets, as Mars mentioned. And then um, there also is uh, – a nationally televised game on ESPN. We get to see some more Wimby, Wimby in the garden. So, you know, be on the lookout for that. We'll obviously come come here tomorrow. And the Lakers are playing play. against the... Houston, Houston tonight. Oh, they play tonight? <laughs> yeah, they play Houston tonight. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> I must have overlooked it or something. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, but tomorrow, same place, same time. We're going to talk about all these games and we'll see if the Rockets can pull one out again. Take it light. Be easy, fellas. I mean, if the Lakers can finally pull one out, because we the favorites. If I'm not mistaken, mistaken, I think the Lakers, they offer on the road. Yeah, we the favorites right now. If we lose, it's an upset. If we lose, it's an upset. The Lakers got to play 48 minutes. The Lakers got to play 48 minutes. They offer on the road. They have these many wins on the road. So look Looking real whack right now, fellas. Get it together. Can't wait for Dylan Brooks to lock up.